Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, everybody's favorite house DJ, DJ Slow Boogie. Grab those chopsticks and get ready because your order of fresh and raw sports sushi is up. Yo, yo. welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Sports Sushi. Uh, I am uh moderator for the evening this Wednesday evening. Uh, DJ Slow Boogie. I am here with uh my two guys, uh Sterling Furlow and Sports Plug Russ. What's happening? What's happening, y'all? What's good? What's good? Hey, you know we uh we close to the weekend, right? And I'm touching down in Dallas hey. tomorrow. Okay, look. So we I'm gonna be at the game. I'm gonna be at the game at eleven thirty, and my homie Dallas is gonna be there, and so we're gonna be at the fair during the game. So yeah, that's what we gonna bang. <laughs> so I want y'all to understand something. Well, uh, I, I I have never been to the Dallas Fair. It's I have always. Whoa, 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 whoa! I've never been to State Fair. Well, never been, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's not the Dallas Fair. The Dallas State it's, Fair. It's, it's the no, Dallas State. No, it's the State Fair of Texas. Uh, I have never been to the State Fair of Texas, and I've always like that. Ever since I went to college, and I've heard about it, I've always wanted to go. Um, but yeah. I will be cutting it close because I thought it was going to be next week. <laughs> I thought it was next weekend. I'm not gonna lie. I, I said, "Oh shit!" I thought it was next weekend. So, um, but I do need to get out there because there is a lot of things that I have to do. I have a friend that has a birthday. Um, it's a lot of shit that I have to do in Dallas to come to find out. So I'm like, "Oh my god!" So, so um, I will be getting in in, in there, but um, I, I gotta fade the fear, man. I gotta fade it. Like, let no, me tell y'all the something. Fair is amazing. He has yeah. that you would ever ask for food. Bro, I fair, see. Fair I, I, ride, you, but honestly, the let me tell y'all something. Food, click, go on social media and just click though know, the Texas State Fair, like little little hashtag, and just look at all the pictures of the food that they got there. Like my 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 my, my if if it's delicious and they can fry it, it'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> the fried, turkey legs are amazing. Of course, the classic nachos and all that kind of stuff is there. But the fair is everything. The food is amazing. You got the cars. You got the if you like rides, you got the rides. You know what I'm saying? You got you got everything you need. And most importantly, yeah. most importantly, they got the corn. They got the corn, baby. <laughs> it's corn. Yeah, it's good I'm corn. Gonna, I'm not gonna leave you hanging. It's corn. There you go. Right? <laughs> it's corn. But yes. <laughs> but yeah, man, definitely, man, definitely, it, it's something you got to, you got to, you got to go up there and do. And we're just talking about like the food substances themselves, and you got the candy. Like I said, there's a bunch of different. It's a fair. It's like it's the liveest fair ever. It's better than every other fair that's ever fared. Yeah, but but it's something special, really special about this fair, and uh, we gonna get into that uh, real bit. It's the crown jewel, if you wanted to call it, of the uh, the state fair. Uh, it's the Red River Shootout. Uh, we're going to get into that in uh, a little bit. 
um everybody knows how important that is if you live um in texas or oklahoma that is yeah it it is a very 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 uh historic rivalry um but uh, we'll get into that in a little bit but speaking of historical events aaron judge hit for 62 can we get a round of applause for aaron judge for making histories you ain't got one queued up oh damn I, I, my bad. I, I'm sorry. I didn't have to put put you on, on the rest. Any any type of celebratory. You can give me any type of celebratory. You can give me a You can give me one of them. I know you got one of them. Okay, because you know that's my celebratory. Yeah. There you go. And shout out to Aaron Judge, man, for hitting 62. Uh, 62 homers, dog. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of homers. Yeah. I want the championship, so it's all whatever, whatever. But. Really, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. 62 is a nice number, but he's still 11th way. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player to ever play the game of baseball since there's been a baseball to be baseball. Like, so I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, we like everybody tries to avoid it. I mean, yeah, at some point in time, his head was like thrice the size of a normal human's head, and we don't know how that happened, but. When he was skinny and small, he still was the best. I think he's the only person to have, like, a stolen bases record and a home run record. Like, stop. But that is not to say that what Aaron Judge did was not amazing. But, like, they got me fucked up. Like, I'm just about Barry Bonds. The other two guys, it's whatever, whatever. Like, they're good, too. But Barry Bonds is the GOAT. Um, but, no, nah, Aaron Judge, good job. But, like, from a, from a Yankees fan's mouth, I, I want to win. Like, I don't – baseball is a stat sport. But, like, I want to win championships, so please go win everything. Beat the Astros, please. Or whoever beats them. Please. Please. Sir, what, what you got to hit? Man, I kind of agree, man. Um, but, you know, that's that's uh, that's hindsight. You know, I'm happy for I'm happy for Aaron Judge, man. I just want the dude to get paid, Yeah, to be honest. He will. He will. But if not by the Yankees, then by somebody. No, but I need him to get paid by the Yankees. He needs I to stay too. with the Yankees. I'm a fan. Yeah. I need it too. He said. He said. He said. He... I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm. I'm more invested than you. Yes. <laughs> hey, shit, my nigga. Hey. But I think they are gonna pay him. I think they just. Hey, it was put up or shut up. And I mean, they don't got the ring yet, but he broke the record. So there's not really anything else they can really say to him except for you know what number do you want us to put on this check. And I'm gonna say this: This will never ever happen in Daddy Steinbrenner days. Um, but uh, oh no, he would have got paid yeah, after last. Yeah, year. as soon as he hit sixty, he would have got paid. Oh, um, yeah. man, as soon as nigga before the season started. Yeah, he would have definitely got his money. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but most definitely. Uh, but uh, speaking of which, MLB playoff baseball starts tomorrow. Was it mañana? That's how they said. Mañana. Uh, mañana. So uh. Be in tune for your local listings. Like you yeah, see. No, I ain't doing a bracket, man. I ain't. I ain't putting myself through that. Hell no. Hell no. Oh, you want to? Uh, who's playing uh, tomorrow? Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead. And put it up for you, my boy. My boy. My boy. My boy. So we got the buy. Y'all got the buy. Y'all probably cheated to get it, but you got. Hey, man. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Hey, hey, hey. It's the Astros way. Astros way. We got Tampa Bay versus, looks like Cleveland. What are the Guardians now? Yeah, they're the Guardians now. Um, nah, damn. RIP Chief Yahoo. Or was it Wahoo? 
I think it's Wahoo. 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 R.I.P. Chief Wahoo. Um, so like, and I got Indian in me, so I can, I can. He said I can say that. We got Cleveland Indians, or oh, my bad, Cleveland Guardians versus the Tampa Bay. You know what? Can I say something real quick, guys? Side note, and I've been saying this on Twitter, and Sterling, you probably like Rusty. Stop smoking weed and tweeting. But like, bro, <laughs> have y'all noticed that the Tampa Bay Rays have have so quietly have changed the Rays from Devil Rays to Sun Rays? Yeah, the Sun Rays. Have you noticed it? Go look. Like, I know you're going to be like, what type of time of day does this nigga have the time to see this? But one day I was looking at, and, and y'all that know, because y'all know they used to be the Devil Rays. And so yeah. I was looking at all their attire. And I was like, this shit says Rays, but there's no, like, fish. All it is is a little, like, a sunbeam type of sparkle kind of thing. Oh. Transition from the Devil Ray fish to Rays of Sun. That's oh, real as fuck. But it's cool, though. I just wanted people to know, like, I seen it. If you don't see it, I seen it. This shit gotta go viral, bro. Y'all niggas gotta fix it up. Because the subtlety of the way that they did it, like, they, we did the Tampa Bay, it was, it was the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Then it mm-hmm. was the Tampa Bay Rays. Now it's the Tampa Bay Rays, and there's no more fish. It's just a little sunbeam. Crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, welcome back, Mariners. Welcome back to the off. About How time, Seattle. About <laughs> time. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I'm happy for them. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think they want to win this because if you go look at the record, I think Houston's been bending them over in the division since baseball started. Um, <laughs> then you got the Toronto Blue Jays. And I would like to see the Blue Jays versus the Astros, though, just on some good baseball shit. Um, that'd be dope to see. On the other side, it, uh, Sterling, who's your team in baseball? Seattle. Oh. I mean, I believe he told me that in the summer, but shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's like, it's like when the bills broke, they drought, you know, it's like, I'm just, I'm just happy to be in the party, bro. And I know (laughs) the blue Jays, the blue Jays going to smoke them, but I'm just happy to be here. I mean, you never know. You never know, man. You never know. You never know. And then on the other side, I don't know. uh, My grandpa, rest in peace. He like, uh, uh, grandpa Johnson, like the St. Louis Cardinals. So, I guess. Oh, Philly. They play Philly. Yeah, fuck Philly. Mm-hmm. Everything from Philly. Y'all know how I get down. Uh, <laughs> All day, every day. Look, the only thing that made Philly right was a Texas nigga. Shout out to Jalen Hurts. But um, then we got San Diego. Yeah, and, and the Mets. You know what? I think the most interesting thing is probably going to be everybody wants the Yankees to play the, the, uh, the Astros and the Mets. Will the Mets do it? Mets got a little bit of a gauntlet. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, they do. To the World Series, they're gonna probably have to beat the the Braves and the Dodgers. But then, but you got the rest of the juice though. You know, everybody likes the uh, the Subway Series, man. You know, that's is 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 one of the the. I'm sorry, I don't care how bad both the teams are, just because of the goddamn cool ass name. I always watch the Subway Series. No, no, it's it's something that people look forward to, but I don't know if they're gonna make it, man. I don't know. They might though. I don't know. It's gonna be I think that the, the National League is gonna be very interesting. I think that when you look at the American League, it looks like we're headed towards hey, it, it's hey, it's gonna be the East Coast versus the Dirty South. Like real Yeah. yeah. So we know Atlanta getting up in there. Yeah, Atlanta's yeah. definitely making their way in there. Yeah, they got hot all of a sudden, like, God damn. Yeah, like, yeah, man. How these, uh, they pros for real. It's crazy how they just get hot all of a sudden and all of a you looking like, oh, shit, there they go. Like, I, <laughs> I think San Diego would be a team that we'd look at a little bit harder, but, you know, they don't have their best players, so it is what it is. And as they say, it's going to be what it's going to be. 
and people uh, get mad when we talk too much of baseball. So yeah. Yeah, all right. We had to do it. We had to do it. Yeah, we yeah we had to do it, man. So, uh, but uh, Bruce, what you got for uh this day in the sports of history or history of sports? I got that shit all the way backwards. You you fucked it all the way up. My intro yeah. is done, but you know this is presented by nobody. But you know if you wanted to present it, if you gotta make a mark, make them. Just make members it. make us mark. Hey, you know, hey, hey, you know, I'm on, baby. Make a mark. <laughs> holla at me. You know, what I'm talking about. <laughs> You know, I'm, I need hungry. It. I'm hungry. But today in sports, in 1990, 1994, the NBA shortens the NBA three-point line distance to a, a two, I mean, 22 feet, and it helped to uh, help offensive players, <clears throat> Michael Jordan, uh, score more. You know, and in that year, Michael Jordan set high as a three-pointer attempt, converted, uh, and you know what I'm saying? He had double the previous statistics he ever had. But in the end, in the end, you know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing shit in the fire of this LeBron Jordan thing. Today I'm on LeBron team side. Tomorrow I might be on Jordan team side. But today, Jordan, shit, you only did that shit because they moved a hold of 22 feet. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go over to the NBA. It is good. Uh, he uh, he talked about three point line. Uh, the three point line getting moved because I, I can guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you that the Suns uh, wish that uh, that three point line was uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, moved a little further back. Whenever they played the 39ers. Yeah. The 39ers. 36ers. See, I got it wrong. Shit. 36ers. I was in there like, I was like, I thought they were the 36ers. 36ers. I thought they were like 39ers. I was like, shit. That's how bad of a team it is. You can't even get the you, game right. You got to say the yeah. whole thing, though. Adelaide 36ers. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Adelaide 36ers. I don't even know what Adelaide is. is. Shit. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know what a 36 I, I, I'm assuming y'all did something in 1936. Sterling, what you got to weigh in on this, man? These niggas trash. <laughs> Yo, hey, they ain't played 22 minutes. 
Bridges right. twenty. They they whole star five played twenty two minutes, dog. Right. Aiden had Aiden had twenty two points, man. But you getting busted by a nigga named uh Robert Robert Franks. <laughs> And Craig, names, and Craig, and Craig Randall. Look, look, look. Right, these niggas, the, names. Nigga these niggas are, names. these niggas creative players, dog. Craig Randall. Bro, bro, you can't do that in your own home, like, nigga. These yeah, dudes came in here and busted your ass. Let, let's let's let me tell you something. Craig Randall, nine for seventeen from three. Thirty-five oh, points. Wait. <laughs> yes, sir. My nigga showed up. Here's a hey, Russ, and you appreciate this. Nigga, he, he a lefty too. Oh, hey, I love it. Busting it, busting ass. Hey, and then he, wait, you, wait, how many you said nine for seven? Nine of seventeen. Hold up, wait. My nigga shot seventeen threes. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, my nigga said, I'm I am firing my pistol. Nigga, I'm gonna hit something. And that ain't got a kill shot. Oh my god. It's backcourt counterpart. I'm live for the 36ers, to be honest. Yes, sir. He was Hell six yeah. of 10. Six of 10, 11 of 20, but 32 points. They were busting their ass. Oh, yeah, they were so important. Hey, no, Overall, as a whole, they shot 24 for 43 from three. That's 55.8%, sir. I mean, I know that the Suns weren't playing defense, which is hilarious, but, like, Jesus, bro. <laughs> but in the fourth quarter, you can't be like, all right, nigga, we ain't finna lose to these. No, I mean, like, if, it's, if, if you're not playing defense and you're that much better than somebody, then you should at least, I need to hear Aiden with, like, 50. You know something like that, like yeah. Why well, you got a nigga out here shooting seventeen three? He's not playing to lose. This nigga, hey, these guys out here playing to win. Like, nah, <laughs> man, that's inexcusable and hilarious. But they lucky that we gonna forget it in time. But nah, that's that's pitiful. You got to do your job, NBA players. You got to do your job. <laughs> Right, indeed. I mean, yeah, you are right. It, it is something that you know. By the season starts, you know, we're going to forget about it. But hey, man, you know, you get caught slipping, you get caught slipping. But hey, you can't get caught some some people. Yeah, the thirty nineers. I mean, the thirty sixers. See, I still can't get this shit right. And I, I had the shit written down and everything. Oh, I think oh, I had it written down wrong. Anyway, uh, bro, bro, that's literally like the nigga that the nigga that the fry cook is just coming in and just burning the burgers all day. Like, nigga, yeah. what you doing? Like, come and do your job, bro. Like, it's simple. Like, it's yes. Like, it's simple. Y'all niggas came back from vacation was two lax, two lax, lax, nigga. No, nigga, out of shape. Yeah, yeah, like we'll say lax. We'll be polite, yeah. even though yeah. this is the home of sports. Shit, talk. We bring it yeah. new to the people. All right, man. So uh, we're going to move on to the next segment. Uh, well, next subject. Um, people that actually came back that was uh, you know, had uh, from from injuries. Uh, Kawhi. Uh. Zion, big ass, and then came through uh, uh, looking slim and shit like it. Like he 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 done uh, laid off the etouffee, which he should have. You can't be. Uh, that's not an in season snack, my boy. That and beignets. Uh, it ain't. Uh... Hey, 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 I'm sorry. I, like he's, he's in a situation where you tell you saying all the right things, but hey, I can't I can't be mad at him. I can go yeah, man, it's delicious as delicious as it is, man. Go for a big right now. <laughs> I go from back and I can talk right now. Oh my goodness, the eye. Right. So, 
Wow. <laughs> All right, so yeah, baby. I had to look at it to say it wrong, bro. He's a big nakataka. With that extra powder, put some powder on it. Yeah. So, so yeah, beignets. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say it. All right. So, for, for future reference, it's just called beignets, dog. So, oh, man. But did you say beignet? Like beignet, but beignet. Oh, no, it's called a beignet. Yes, yeah, beignet. Yeah, beignacata. I ain't gonna lie. Like, when before I heard it, before when I, when I read it, before I heard it, I I I, I oh, definitely dude, that's yeah. Like that, mm-hmm. you see how it's spelled, you're gonna be like, what is that a Ben Yakata? Yes, man, I ain't never heard of nothing like that before in my life. Sprinkle some crack on it. You're gonna mm. that bitch and be happy like Oh yeah. Whoa. Oh. It's a, it's oh. a Ben Yakata. <laughs> 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 All right, so, so preseason uh show is bad. These guys uh came off of injuries. Uh, how were these guys looking, uh Sterling? Wait a second, dog. Who are we talking about right now? Are we just talking about uh, Kawhi, Zion, and uh, Ben Simmons. Well, uh, first of all, <laughs> yeah, hey, you had me at Ben Yeh's, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Watching Kawhi, bro, I can't take anything that he does serious right now. You know I don't like Kawhi. Uh, that nigga just... <laughs> Yeah, cornball, dude. Like oh, no. all these veteran rest days and shit. Like what, what they call it? Uh, uh, workload management. Yeah, I mean, get the fuck out of here. I guess I'm one of them old heads that just be talking shit. Like you don't need no rest, nigga. <laughs> like, get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I lie. but come on, man. The greats, the greats don't need no damn workload management or whatever the hell we want to call it. Now Zion, on the other hand, Zion, hey, he had a little uh, little triple threat move. Uh, a couple nights ago, I was like, yo, that shit's live with a little spin and a dunk. Yeah, Zion's looking good. Zion's looking good. He got serious game, but that nigga gonna left. Um, he gonna left. He's gonna let the world know Zion gonna left. Okay, but on this play, he went right. So for the first time in his life, my man went right. So he didn't mean to. I mean, he and me too. It was a mistake. Mind, after he landed, <laughs> after he landed, all his niggas was like, like we were like, that was a good ass move. He was probably like, that's probably why it was so good. But no, I, I like I, I I had one thing to say. Like I think they did their they ran, but none of them need to play any more games preseason. Y'all injury prone. Kawhi, like you miss more games than Kyrie, and that's saying something. So like you need to play. Like you just need to play. Like I like honestly, guys. I don't even remember what real life Kawhi played. Like I just remember him on the game. I know what he looked like on two K. I ain't seen that nigga play in real life in so long. So Kawhi Leonard, can we please see you play basketball? Please, 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 please. Like, like, hey. like, I'm out here like Keith Sweat, nigga. Please, please, <laughs> please, please. If he, if he needs like low management, nigga, like come back after Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't even. Need, he don't need low management. That nigga is taking advantage. What are you talking about? He ain't missing helicopter rides. He getting his checks. <laughs> that nigga's living the life. Like, what is his name? Uncle who? Was it Uncle? What's his uncle's name? <laughs> that nigga ain't. They are settled in. You know what I'm saying? Like he can do no wrong. Like, but no. Nah, like as a fan of basketball, Kawhi play, please. Like, I mean, shit. What? 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 Hey, I, nigga, the regular season too. Play all of it. Like, like, like Kawhi is literally. 
Like he just chooses when he wants to play, and he's so good that we just accept it. You know what I'm saying? But I hope he plays. I guess that's that's. I mean, and then Ben Simmons. I guess get your mental right. I think it is right. Y'all know I'm on the side of Ben Simmons. He got Kyrie on one side, who decided that he gonna play right because he want to get his new contract and because he loves basketball. And then you got KD on the other side. That shit, my nigga. We all think that you're supposed to be one of the best players to ever do it. So you need to go win you something without that long, like that light skinned nigga that shoot threes out there on the West Coast. You need to do something. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to see that. I think Ben Simmons gonna kill though because he's playing with KD, and you're putting one of the only guys in the NBA that can guard KD on his team. They are gonna practice together, yada yada yada. But when you just think about the different sets they can run and the fact that Ben Simmons is a point guard. The Brooklyn Nets should be a very devastating team to watch. Uh, I want to see what Philly do. I don't even think we have them written on here, but I don't think anybody from them was hurt, but Joel and B going to get hurt. So you might as well <laughs> add them to the list because that nigga going to get hurt too. So, so but like, I need to see what he going to do. James Harden, if they win, he going to be fine. If they lose, he going to find a way to get hurt and find a way to go. Hey, he going to find a way out the situation. I'm just going to say that. James Harden, new nickname is Escape Artist, nigga. Um, the Hardini, hey, dog. Who else hey. was hurt that we had on this list, though? You had someone else on this list that was hurt that we was talking about. Uh, we only had uh, Kawhi Zion, Zion and uh, Simmons. I don't think we even seen uh, anybody like uh, like John yeah, Wall come back here. Zion didn't even touch the flow. Zion, don't play no more. You good. You did your one move. We good. Don't touch the flow, though. Good. Hey, can can, can Dallas get Jaden Hardy going, though? Because my nigga only got three points right now, bro. Man, I think... I think that during the season, as it evolves, he will get going because Luca looks for guys like if you watch if you've watched enough Luca, then you know because you're a fan. He looks for guys that can make plays. Like Luca's not like a ball hogging guy that dribbles too much. He really is looking for someone else to score so he doesn't have to do all the work. So it depends on what Jaden Hardy do when he get the rock. Because Luca gives every if you if you know you know this Sterling and like Boogie and anybody else that watches Luca gives guys the ball with time to make a move and make it happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then there's some that he does give to just shoot threes. But those guys are designated three-point shooters. So I think a guy like Jaden Hardy is evolving in a timely manner. Like, the Mavericks fan in me is, like, he looks like he could be a breakout player. You know what I'm saying? Like, this next coming season. But I'm going to hold it in until it happens. But I think it is going to happen. But I'm going to hold it in. But he's a, he, I don't really think he's a steal of the draft. He's fucking common sense of the draft. But, <clears throat> but, um... Man, if he doesn't get it going tonight, he gives a fuck. The fucking Phoenix Suns lost to the 38ers. What is it? The 30, 36ers. 25s? He still can't get it right. <laughs> I'm telling you. The 36? 36, 36ers. Yes, 36ers. I had to double hey, check. Hey, you want to know something, though? Not to take not to take us <laughs> away. Hey, this is fresh. This fresh off the press, y'all. Warriors Draymond Green potentially face internal discipline after altercation with Jordan Poole. So apparently, he punched Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole do look like a nigga that you want to punch at one some point. Yeah, he was cool with him. He looked like someone that she'd be like, man. So it says when a heated interaction with Jordan Poole escalated, Green forcefully struck Poole and needed to be separated swiftly. Sources (laughs) said. Green and Poole came chest to chest with both players pushing and shoving each other prior to Green's escalation of the physical altercation. There you have it. Fresh off the press. Hey, man. What? Well, 
I bet you Steph Curry was sitting back the whole time just watching them niggas like, niggas could have ruined my legacy. <laughs> but hey, Jordan, ooh, gotta dodge them hoes. Yeah, boy, got stick and move, my boy. <laughs> stick and move, my boy. <laughs> but hey, hey. Uh. I, I don't know. Hey, like, I don't know. That's hot off the press. I don't know what's going to come of that, man. Like, I think I'm not one to buy into a whole bunch of, like, like that type of shit because, shit, niggas fight every day, B. So, like, we're going to see what happens in the season. That might bring them niggas closer. Did Jordan pull punching back? It, it doesn't say he did. I but mean, they were they're shoving. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, he, he yeah. nah, man, he slid him. In my mind, how I'm playing it out, he slid him. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, until until news breaks. Yeah, he slid that nigga, and Jordan Poole sat there, didn't do nothing but bite his lip, his bottom lip. And then Clay Thompson ran up on that nigga like granddaddy said, "Why you over here messing with these people? Come on, let's go to the locker room." Oh shit! But no, that shit was hilarious. I'm not even gonna lie to you. (laughs) Why you come around here messing with these people? (laughs) Teammates fight all the time. Yeah, man. And I'm gonna be honest. This this seems on brand from for Draymond. It seems on brand. It seems on brand. Like, it seems like, you know what I'm saying, they just won a championship. Poole probably feeling himself. He probably said some slick shit. Draymond probably said, man, I'll punch your bitch ass. And he probably looked at him like, whoa. And, you know, then he got punched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so definitely. I hope Jordan Poole is all right. But if Jordan Poole punched him back, I'd like to see that too. That shit is... But, hey. I'm, you got to I mean... think, though, that JP would just swing on that nigga back though like ain't nobody you ain't man i would think so i would think so you know what i'm saying but since we don't got the video right yeah. now draymond and that bitch being an animal you need to calm down yeah calm stop down. punching stop pump, punching your teammates man i don't care how light-skinned he is i understand draymond is mad it's just too many light-skinned people around on his team and he just had to lash out on somebody he can't hit clay you can't hit Steph, obviously. So you hit the the third light skin important light skin person. You had to go down the list. He's like right, Jordan. You're gonna get it. Uh, this is all speculation, by the way. We don't even Just know if this really happened. Listening, the guy that's talking about the light skin niggas is Creole. Yeah. All right, so. I'm just saying, man. Look, I know that I'm light skinned but look. A lot of lot of light skinned people, man. They 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 just annoying, dog. I'm telling you, dog. With the with the squinting and shit when they take pictures. Yeah, it's like, bro, come on, bro. What are you doing, my guy? It's like, dog. Have some self respect. Respect yourself. And, like a, like a light skinned Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, bro. Uh, hey, 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 man. Don't trust them yellow niggas over there. Yeah, when they sit there, they put the little hand on top of the head and squint the eyes. I'm like, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, you you look you look you look cheesy as hell, my guy. Like, come on, man. Have some self-respect. Anywho. Oh, yeah, don't trust some light-skinned niggas over there, man. Oh, my God. Colorism is bad, but it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's fucking funny as fuck. God damn. All right, let's go. Before I'm about right, to man, so... oh, if you... shit. We NBA... nigga caught in the end zone. Future NBA prospects. Uh, face-off in the G League of Victor... 
Wimbanyama. Did I get that right? Victor Wimbanyana. 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 Victor <laughs> Want a banana? Uh, and oh, Scoot Henderson. <laughs> Oh, is, if he was white, we'd be canceled. Yeah, it'd be yeah. Over. It'd be done. It'd be done. Uh, <laughs> it'd be done. Scoot Henderson. Yeah. It's Scoot Henderson. Uh, face off in the G League. Uh, which I and and I, I'm have to say a quote that I heard from uh Victor. He said that you know Scoot would be the number one prospect if I wasn't around. I said yeah. That's See, what he I, said. Yeah. Something to what, that effect. What a French accent? Yeah. <laughs> oh hell no, nah, nigga. We fighting, bro. <laughs> that shit probably sounded zesty in the motherfucker. I know, right? He would have been the best if I was not around. Like, yeah, bro. What the fuck is you talking about, bro? Hey, don't oh, give me, uh, don't get me started uh, on the French. Oh, I, I, wanna, I wanna hear, I wanna hear what what Sterling. In all seriousness, bro, what did you think of both of them playing? I like Scoot Henderson, bro. I really like I like his game, dog. Like there's so much talk about, you know, Victor Wemenyama and what he's able to do, but like we how many people really know about Scoot Henderson? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's dope, dude. He's got a good stroke. Like he's and he's thick too. You know what I'm saying? He's not one of these like little oh. lanky dudes. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. But you know, I mean, if somebody, if somebody look, was a ton on this podcast and didn't know what we was talking about and just heard Sterling just say, and he's, I know that shit sounds, like, it sounds, it sounds fucked up. Well, it sounds fucked up. Podcast is this? So we welcome all listeners, but yeah, I'm just going to pause that shit, but go ahead. <laughs> no, <Nah>, Hey, <laughs> I know that shit did sound kind of fucked up though, didn't it? <laughs> Okay, but you, but if you're a hooper, you know what I mean. Like he, he's he's six to 195 pounds, but he can add muscle to that frame. All right, um, he's got good handle. He's he a point guard, man. I think I think he's a. I mean, if I had to compare him to somebody, I mean, would you say uh, at his at his at his ceiling, like Dame Lillard, at his best? No, I got a different person in mind. Who who you got? Donovan Mitchell. Ooh, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Hey, hey but I'm the, hey, this. hey, I'm good at this. Hold on, but I think, I think, I think Scoot got a better jumper though. I, I no, think no, Scoot no, got no. a better but jumper he, though. But he's, he's supposed to. He's supposed to. Does Kobe not have a better jumper than Jordan? Okay, them are uncomparable, dog. They, it's no, no, it's the no, same, no. but it's different. No, wait, hold on, hold on. We gonna get back to this. Tell the truth. Kobe has a better jumper than Jordan. Yeah, but okay, slightly. Okay. slightly. So, it's not so, much. So, Okay, but it's better. So the point that I'm making is, if you're looking at a guy that's going to be the 2.0 of something, he's going to have better qualities. That's what makes him a 2.0. He's upgraded. So yeah, I like. I know I agree with you. <clears throat> and I'm a Victor. I'm a Victor Wambiana guy. Like I watched Victor Wambiana dominate the USA, uh, 17. What was it 17 and under team? Mm-hmm. I watched him dominate them. And so when I watched it, I was like, okay. He's he's a guy that if you have the number one pick. You, it's one of those situations that I, it's one of those situations that I hate in pro sports. But as the guy that listens to us and all says, shotgun as always says, man, if there's a prospect like that, you have to take him. So right, like he, you got he's to a prospect that you have to take. But in my heart and soul, I believe Scoot Henderson gonna be gonna be a, a dominant force in the NBA, bro. That dude right there is that is a basketball player. 
And you could tell by just the way that he understood, even though this isn't a real, like, quote-unquote game, it's not a, it's an exhibition, like, he understood what this was. Like, this is me and Victor. And Victor understood it, too. So, like, Victor hit seven threes in their first meeting. So, I'm, I'm kind of like, <clears throat> the thing that scares me is what happened to Chet, what you see with Porzingis, and then there's Giannis. And it's so, like, when you get these guys, that's what you're pretty much going to look at that you're dealing with. And when I saw some of the movements, I was like, all right, so if if you happen to say you're on the side of Victor, then you're you're hoping that VW can – I did that first before anybody else. No bug, VW. But anyways, uh, before <laughs> before he gets the, gets the ability to – I think he should – let me just put it like this. If Victor Wambiana goes in the NBA and tries to be a perimeter player, he's going to end up like Christoph Porzingis or something like that. Or he's going to end up like one of these tall guys that just floats around. If he gets some sort of hook shot and, and gains some weight, I'm not even thinking Giannis. I'm thinking like he could be the uh, the the rebirth of the big man. Like he's got the body frame to be a real big man. I'm talking about up and under, post moves. And then when you get that done, you know what I'm saying, then go outside. Like he's literally like, He's like if an offensive lineman could play receiver. You'd be like, that's cool. No, no, you know what he's like? You know what he's like, guys? He's like Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons could play DB. Micah Parsons could play safety. Micah Parsons can play wide receiver. But, nigga, you're the best in the trenches. I need you to get out there and go out there and get the quarterback. Victor Wambiana, I don't give a fuck that you hit seven threes, bro. You're built like a fucking tree outside, and I need you to be able to play inside. I need you to be able to bang with Joel Embiid. I need you to be able to bang with Joker. I need you to be able to go down here and. But he can't though. Any... No, he can't. And that's 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 my problem. He can't. All right. And Let's I, bring that's, it. That's the thing. That's the thing about it. He can't. And I believe that Scoot Henderson, barring and I not knock on wood, but barring in this in injury, I think Scoot Henderson, like guys, like he's got the patience of Luke and the athleticism of Derrick Rose. That's all I'm gonna say, man. I'm gonna leave. All right. That. So 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 hold on hold on before we bring him in. So I felt this way when uh, Ja and your and Mr. Beignets came out, Zion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, Ja probably, he's going to give you a longer run. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a, a, a wild card to have a guy like Zion so physically gifted. How long will that last? Victor Womanyan, like you were talking about, Russ. But he's Zion, so... Zion's, Zion's thicker, though, bro. I guess right, right, no, no. He's but thicker, Zion's but his Zion's body... My point is their body, the body breaking down, like we see with not. I'm not saying Chet Holmgren's body's breaking down, but susceptible to injury. Can we say this? Can we say this? With Zion, you're thinking like the only way that his body's gonna break down is a freak accident. With Victor Wambiana, and I know we got to bring Shotgun in, so we're gonna bring him in. And with Victor Wambiana and Chet Holmgren, man, they built like twigs. We was like, who right. gonna break them? We was like, who gonna break them? Like, when a dude's elbows stick out like that, you know, Sterling, when a guy's elbows stick out like that, hey, man. That shit hurt. <laughs> he frail. He frail. All right. All right, let's bring it a uh, shotgun. Are you there, shotgun? Hey, so, man, I, I, I would agree. So first, man, I've been watching, you know, Russ know how I feel about Scoop. Yeah. I've been watching him since uh, so he was 14, 15 years old. He the best. Yeah, you put me on Scoop. You put me on Scoop. 
He's the best basketball player that I've seen in the last four or five years. Just pure basketball player. Best one I've seen in four or five years. He was he was he was dogging these dudes when he was 13, 14 years old. Wow. Easy. I didn't I didn't know that. I did not know that. He, he, now he put me on the like a long time ago, bro. And like, him. Him, like yeah, he's still know. only 17 years old. By the way. Yo, he right. But this is where I'm gonna disagree with you, Russ, and it's gonna hurt me. We're getting old. Everybody, we're all getting old. Basketball is changing. We got to stop trying to create and make these guys something that they're not. I was arguing with my uncle the other day because, you know, if you're a Rockets fan, you watch uh, uh, the press conference of Steven Silas. He said, we're going to play Jabari Smith at the three. If you watch the first preseason game, Jabari Smith was bringing the ball up the court. He was pulling up threes. He's a seven-footer. Everybody always put some weight on him and put him in the paint. Let's make him David. Let's make him this. Let's make him that. And and Kevin Durant is like a unicorn, but this game is changing. Victor VW, as you call him, absolutely can be a perimeter player. As he gets older, naturally, like we all do, his body will become more grown man. But to try to port, like Kevin Durant, I watched his, uh, his All the Smoke interview where he talked about how he would list himself shorter so NBA scouts wouldn't put him at the power forward. We're doing these guys an injustice in this new NBA to try to just make them something that they're not. If you watch the Rockets preseason game, they went five out. That was the first time I seen a team do that. And I loved it. They went five out. And, you know, I think it's a mistake sometimes to try to put these big guys and say you're tall, get in the paint, because – that's what our coaches would have told us when we were kids, or that's what we would tell our kids, get your tall butt in the paint, right? Stop shooting. But this is a different game. And if you've been watching, Rush, you've been watching uh, VW for a long time. You watched him versus America. Yeah, that kid can play point guard if he wants to. He can play point guard if he wants to. Now, I get your premise, and I get what you're saying, and the injury factor, but some of his comparisons, right, like, he was like Chris Porzingis was never as skilled as this kid. So that's not a great comparison, just the height. The skill level, the pure skill level, this is Kevin Durant S. Like, no, we've never seen a big, never. It, it, besides KD, who's seven foot, you've never seen a big man this skilled ever. Not even Chet. Chet can't dribble and move like this kid. I agree, 100%. Yeah. yeah, so so I would draft him. I, I would draft him. Obviously, he's going to be the first pick, but I wouldn't force him, you know, even Giannis wasn't this skill. I would not force him to do anything but be himself, and he'll naturally grow if he grows. If not, I'll play the kid all over because he's going to be great defensively, whatever. He doesn't have to be down there. Though. And if you're smart, Shaq never guarded the best. These guys never guarded the best down low perimeter. Anyway, the reason why Utah could never win and why they didn't struggle this year is because Rudy couldn't step out. BW can step out and guard on the perimeter. We saw him step out and guard Scoop. So he does not have to bang with the Joker. He just has to play great help defense and he has to be competent. But but that's all I got. All right. So you you would take would you take Scoop or Victor number one overall right now? Talking to me? No, shotgun. Oh, well he out. He he gone? Okay. Yeah. Who who you taking then? But Which he, one are you taking? He, he he likes Scoot more, but he would take Victor. Now, here's here's what I'm saying. Like, I would 
I would take Victor because you can't pass up on the prospect. But all of what Shotgun said was right. I'm not disagreeing with that. My thing is, if you have the ability to shoot threes at at seven foot foot four, blah blah blah, you can play on the perimeter. I'm not saying live in the paint. I'm saying develop that game. The goal will always be ten feet. So, just like like uh, like any other basketball player, like Steph Curry could he could make his living shooting threes. But we all know if you press up on that man, he is going to blow by you. He has handles. He has other things in his arsenal. Even though it's not what he's known for, we know that Steph Curry can get down. And if you fuck around, you're going to end up on the ground. Like, so I'm just saying, like, guys like Victor Wambiana, um, these new age guys that are coming in, shoot your threes, do that. But I'm saying have the ability to take the ball. If you want to run five out, run five out. Let the game evolve. I don't disagree with shotgun. I'm like, let the game evolve. Run five out spacing. When you get that isolation, Victor Rambiana, instead of running a step back or doing a, a step back three or a pull up, why don't you back the nigga down for about three dribbles and shoot a turnaround jump hook? Bang it. Because if you do that, you're going to fuck up the mind of everybody on defense because then you're unstoppable. Truly unstoppable. If you can go up and under on somebody at that size and get a bucket, like, and they know for a fact you can shoot threes, they, you're you're at that point. The game is going to move slow, and you're it's going to be easy. You'll find open targets. Every you'll be able to make your teammates better. So I'm not voting for voting for just making you play in the paint. I'm just saying have those post moves available and use them. And when I say bang with Joker, I mean when it gets in the fourth quarter with two minutes left, I don't want my second-rate guy on Joker. You going to guard him, my nigga. And right. you going to stop him. I'm just bringing shotgun. All right. You got shotgun? It's, it's a green thing. Yeah, he got a sept on his. Nah, real, real quick. Y'all got the best sports show, so this is what I would, I would love to see y'all do. Start to change, start to change the narrative on two things, especially as we get older. Two things that are starting to annoy me, and this is we're not doing it because we're not racist. I mean, we're black, but here's two things, right? There, are, our big men in basketball learned how to shoot. These guys can shoot, and they're just big. Just like our quarterbacks, our quarterbacks are quarterbacks who just happen to be fast. They're not, you know, you remember when you go to, to the recruiting and you have pro style and then you have, yeah, we don't need yeah. to do that anymore. Our We have our quarterbacks who just happen to be fast, right? We have big guys who just happen to be able to shoot. It ain't like back in the day where KG and Duncan taught themselves to shoot because they played in the post. These guys actually already can do these things. They just happen to be tall. So we got to change that narrative, I think, with our quarterbacks and our athletes, especially our quarterbacks that say, oh, they are mobile. He's not a mobile quarterback. He just fast. <laughs> right? We got to change these narratives, I think. That's facts. That's facts. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. Because, like, that's – because what he's saying is, truthfully, he's like, stop taking away from us because we have a skill. Like – just because I can throw the ball and I'm fast or just because I'm built like a center and can shoot 
doesn't make me a sinner. What I'm saying though is, because I agree a hundred percent with that. What I and two things can be right. What I'm saying is, I'd look that guy in the eye and say, on the basketball court, I'm looking Victor in the eye and say, I know you can, you can, you just went out here and hit seven threes. I, I know you can shoot threes, bro. That's awesome. And I'm not gonna tell you not to shoot them. But what I'm gonna tell you to do is, at certain points, I want you to be able to put your back to the basket, your back to the defender, shoot a sky hook. Just because I know, as we all know, that's what coaches are for. Coaches are for that expansion. Like, you may think that I'm trying to tell you to play in the post. I'm not. I'm telling you expand your game. So when a guy is playing you like you about to shoot a three, you can give him a jab step, hit that foul line, and hit a sky hook. And then they're going to be looking like, what the fuck? Or maybe you can hit the dream shaker. So, like, learn these moves. Or the Kevin McHale up and under, which is a very basic but very dope move to learn, which is very consistent because I need you shooting 54% from the field in the post if you that tall, period, no matter who it is. I don't care who you are. Like, if you are going to be a top player in the NBA and you are going to be a guy that's going to be able to get it done and win championships, even fucking Steph Curry, go look at his stats. You got to shoot above 50% from the the, uh, field inside the three. And you got to do it consistently. And you got to be willing to go there. And you have to have something to go to. How many times have we seen Steph go to that? Go in the paint, ooh, ooh, flip something up. Like, he works on that shit. So we say flip something up, but that's one of his shots. Like, I need these big guys. Uh, Porzingis don't have that. Giannis yeah. lifted weights. Giannis lifted weights and got that championship. You know what I'm saying? Joel Embiid has all of that. He just unfortunately gets hurt. But even him. He can shoot threes. We all can agree that Joel, like, jo- and I, you know what I'm saying? Just earlier, you know, Joel, we can let Joel shoot threes, but when he's most deadly, when he's shooting threes after he done punished you in the paint, right. after he done punished you for like 20 in the paint, when you see him step out there and bang a three, you're like, oh my God, like it's over. So I just think that both, two, both things are right, but like, it's not taken away from his outside ability. Shoot your threes, bro. But give me 20 in the paint. That's 10 buckets. Give me 10 buckets in the post. Like, All right. you know what I'm saying? That's that's doable. Hey, right. but how many kids or how many people know how to do the dream shake? As far as I'm concerned, right. as far as I'm concerned, everybody needs to learn it. It should be a fundamental move right. in basketball. Right. It should Absolutely. be something that you learn. When you, uh, right next to the goddamn uh, Allen Iverson crossover, even though it's not uh, affordable, uh, skill wise for everyone, but but we need we need to move on. We need to we, we still got a lot of stuff to cover. I know, but let me just say this because we got the platform. Like this is not the time to say learn the dream shake, dream shake. Ooh, dream shake. Anyway, uh, <laughs> learn the dream shake and learn to step back, children. Do both. Do both. Be verse. The moral of the story is this. Hey, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you kids something. Somebody that can do both. Shout out to Drizzy. Let me tell you kids something, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say this in in my uncle tone before I move on. You you little motherfuckers, you like video games and shit like that. Look, look, you got to level up in life. You know what I'm saying? You can't rely just on one thing, all right? Don't sit there and have one build, as you kids like to say. Have multiple builds, motherfucker. You know, think big, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Stop thinking yes. small, one lane, one dimensional. Nah, bitch, yes. driving two lanes, three lanes, four lanes if you got it. Okay? A little Six young. Lanes, nigga, yeah. Yeah. 
little young whippersnappers. And speaking of Houston, and speaking of Texas, and how everything is big, you want to talk about something big? Motherfucking Red River Shootout, okay, bitch? The biggest, the, the biggest rivalry, okay? The biggest rivalry in Texas, all right? All right, here we go. Biggest rivalry in Texas, man. Red River Shootout. No, no, oh, I'm sorry. Let me interrupt. The biggest rivalry in the motherfucking world, Boogie. Ah, uh, no. Okay. No. I can't say that. I can't say that wholeheartedly, <laughs> we dog. We can't. We can't. Don't. We can't. No, you we cannot. You I cannot, cannot say that because because the the big game is a big rivalry. Never. All right, huh? Russ. <laughs> I I that, that's Russ. That's Russ. Hey, Russ. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. We will go. Go ahead, Boogie. Do your right. introduction because Texas right, versus Oklahoma is the yes. best rivalry in the history of motherfucking rivalries, nigga. Let's go, man. Is is definitely one one of the is definitely up there. <laughs> definitely up there. Michigan. Okay. Okay. No. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why in just a second. Okay. Look. Okay. So this is the first time. This is very unique. This is the first time since '98 since both teams have met unranked. Uh, at least one of the teams, it was mostly OU uh, in recent years. That was, you know, the ranked team uh, whenever they met up. Um, but, I mean, this is, you know, I mean, Quinn, you know, you were uh, uh, supposedly suiting up, uh, targeting his return for this game. So, hey, man, paint me interested. Um, now, excuse me, as far as the biggest uh, rivalries go, uh, you know, hey, that that's debatable. Depends on who you ask. It's not debatable. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Hold up, I'm gonna grab the mic and I'm gonna spit, nigga, because I'm doing <laughs> this for both sides of this motherfucker, for the UT niggas and for the OU niggas. I'm tired of this uh, this Michigan Ohio State bullshit that we have to listen to as the greatest game. Like you just said, this is the first time. This is a long first time in a long time we ain't been ranked. Don't matter. Ohio State be whooping Michigan ass every year, time after time. They just won their first game this last year, no matter what year it is. Oh, oh you've been beating is, UT, though. Hold up, wait. It, no. First it's of like, all. It, no, hold up, wait. No, go look it up. It's like it's, it's a closer matchup, no matter what the ranking is. This is this day. UT is the big man on the block. Texas A&M is their little brother, but oh, use that nigga down the street that got something to say, and we gonna fight, nigga. And it goes down. I'm I'm tired of this. Y'all have blowouts. Michigan has been getting bent over by the rival. UT and Texas go out here at 11 o'clock a.m. at the best fair in the world and go out here and battle. This is real war. They got kids from Texas. Oklahoma, Florida, California, Ohio. It doesn't matter. All over the land. Texas is where they play the You've best. You're practicing that cotton. speech. Cotton, yeah. No, I don't practice. This comes from the heart, <laughs> nigga, because it's real. And if you like Texas or if you like Oklahoma, then you feel me on this shit, my nigga. Like, it's real. Mistakes aren't made in this game. Errors are forced, nigga. People, re people you... return touchdowns not just because people just – the lane just opens. No, you make it happen on both sides. Crimson to cream. Burn orange. Fuck you. Fuck you, too. What you want to do on both sides is about it. Man, Michigan, Ohio State could never, nigga. Are you serious? What? Yeah, I don't you, know. You, you, for real, you for real right now? I'm dead serious because you know what the main thing is? Hey, Sterling, where are you from? <laughs> Tennessee. Where, where are you from? Tennessee. Okay, you are from Tennessee. I'm, you can like Michigan and you can like Ohio State, but let me be real about one thing. Football is played for real in one state, and that is Texas. 
Uh, uh, it's okay. Uh, okay. I would say Texas is the best, some of the best talent in the world. Texas, Florida. California, Florida, Florida, California. I heard they play ball in Pennsylvania. They play ball in Pennsylvania. Yes, yes. Jalen Hurts is from the east side of Houston, yeah, he is. Texas, he is. and is running Philadelphia. Yes. Nick Foles is from Austin. Do he is. Tell me anything about football and let's so is Drew Brees. So is Drew Brees. So why are they bad? Why are they not ranked? I'm talking about the kids. I'm talking about the players. Oh, I know that, but get the dude. CeeDee Lamb is from Texas. You know where he played? Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts is from Houston. You know where he played? Oklahoma. What's that? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray got the most wins out of anybody that's under six feet tall. Yeah. And he from Allen, Texas. And he played yeah. for Oklahoma. I mean, yeah. I ain't disagreeing with you on that. I'm just saying, these niggas come out here and ball. This is the greatest rivalry in college How? football. <laughs> because it's always, it's always y'all, y'all competitive. Shit con- they in a shit conference? They don't. <laughs> they are. But they are. What happened last time Michigan played Texas? I'm sorry. Field oh. goal for the dub. When was the last time Texas was good? When was the last time Texas was good? When they beat Michigan and beat you. No, no, no. When was the last time Texas was good? How many head coaches have y'all had in five years? It's cool. It's not y'all. It's corn. It's corn. It is corn. You know why? Because it's delicious. It has the juice. This is the greatest where I will stand. Now, I won't die on a lot of hills, but this hill, I will die on. This is the best. I can say y'all a third. Y'all a third. Third. So you're better. You're better than you're better than Auburn and Alabama. Bro, we had a quarterback that was rated QB. No, 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 no. no. Hey, Russ. Let me tell no. Let me tell the story. We had a quarterback that was rated QB one. Spencer Rattler came in there last year against Texas. Texas was supposedly supposed to get smashed. They came in here and broke that boy back. Uh oh. Spencer Rattler. Caleb Williams oh, comes in and wins the game in the last <laughs> seconds in dramatic fashion after throwing a couple tons. Bro, you cannot match the greatness that Texas owe you. And at the same time, it's played in the middle of the fair. One of the greatest, not one of the, the greatest fair mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And if you ever been to the atmosphere, you can feel it. I'm going to be there this weekend. You be outside eating your pineapple whip and all of a sudden you hear Texas. But then you hear Fight, and then you hear socks from the OU people, and then you hear boomer, and then you hear fuck the Sooners. Like this is the greatest robbery ever. I don't want to hear nothing about no Miami, Florida State. I don't want to hear nothing about no fucking Michigan, Ohio State. I'm talking about college. The players that are there every year. This game is close, except for a couple years when Oklahoma bent them niggas over in the early 2000s. Then Vince Young got his revenge in 06 or 05. Well, well, let me jump in. Me. Let me jump in real quick and, and just kind of you know spread the light on, on how this rivalry is. Uh, so uh, spring break, you know, uh, in Texas, uh, one of the you know top spring break destinations is uh, uh, South Padre Island. So I'm down there with a couple of friends, and you know UT's down there and OU's down there. So I am in the city of South Padre on the island, you know, uh, running around, you know, waiting to get to my, my buddies that's on the beach. And OU and UT are there. And ironically, they're on different sides of the beach. So 
all of a sudden you just hear, you know, the old you guys, you know, start chanting shit to the, you know, UT guys. And you're on spring break. And the UT guys start chanting shit back to the old you guys. And just like in this fucking scene, the Game of Thrones, though, like the middle of the beach is kind of cleared out and shit just started flying. Somebody chunked a beer from, I, I couldn't even tell you how it started. I just remember a fucking beer bottle flew from, from their side and, you know, it, it hit, you know, somebody on the other end and shit just went haywire. They all ran in. They start crashing in the middle and shit, and start fucking having fucking battle of the bastards, Game of Thrones style. Bro, bro, bro this is this is the best fucking yeah. rivalry, bro. So, so not, people don't know how to act. This yeah, shit is just loud, yeah. Bro. So, and you're on spring break. You're supposed to be having a good time. <laughs> so, no, no, not no. So, no. so the other side, yeah, keep it calm. But if they start talking shit, it's gonna go off. And shit, and you know, I was with a UT affiliate, so shit, I had to go ahead, you know, by proxy, I had to, yeah, yeah, I had to side with which we call it. It was just off GP. Was, yeah, yeah. Let's let's bring it What's up, bro? Hey, look, I ain't really tripping on who they who are. They think is the best. Yeah, I'm just saying, but I will call you though. I will say that, and and I'm sorry. Actually, that's a pretty good, uh, you know, because uh, UT is, I, I think it's this. It's about time that, you know, UT started to uh, take those uh, those steps forward. But I think the the, the, the move to the SEC is going to kind of complicate yeah. and kind of muddle, muddle that. Um, but I think that they'll still be in the mix and they'll still be competitive. Um, and I think they'll still, they will be on brand in the SEC. Uh, but they will just be in the mix. You know, there'll be another, I don't want to say another, but there'll be another face in the crowd. Um, but I think that they, 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 that they would be a little bit more uh, better equipped. Because, I mean, OU, they, they always replenish well. You know. Um, our backs are against the wall. We've lost all of our starters. Yes. We're not going to fall. 
yeah, UT, uh, uh, UT is, is 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 where I think they need to be for the OU move. Uh, I mean, the OU move, the SEC move, and OU. Um, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta reload from uh that that USC exodus that they had. But uh, I think they they bounce back. Um, it might take them a little time. Who knows uh, how they uh, bounce uh, in the SEC? Um, but we do know that you know they. If you live in Texas, you do know the the type of recruiting that OU is capable of, and how they always just find. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shit, not even not even just Florida. Shit, you know, it's it's Texas. You know, players that uh. Texas. Texas yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot all over the nation, but. They got to weather the storm. You just lost a really good coach, and you lost the best fucking quarterback in the college football arena. Um, sad. These niggas ain't fucking with. Who, who's better than Caleb Williams? I'll wait. Ah, uh, here he go. <laughs> I, I, I have said this for fucking four weeks, guys. And Sterling, you break down film. Boogie, you watch a lot of fucking. Yeah, movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me who's better than Caleb Williams. I'm a fucking wait. Earl so C, are, I, are, I, are we, are we talking about? We talking about better NFL prospect Caleb or just college football player right now? Caleb Williams is the best NFL prospect that you have seen in the last five years. Oh no, he's not better than Trevor Lawrence. I'm gonna stand on it. <laughs> you, oh, <laughs> wait, RLC, 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 RLC want to say something? Caleb Williams is the best quarterback, <laughs> best quarterback uh, prospect in the last five years. All right, let's bring it, Earl C. <laughs> hey, Chris Sharon. <laughs> nah, no, don't sh- reveal the name. Don't be shot. Hey, the Earl C is going to hang some Earl Campbell. And I, I just said, I don't know, Orleans Houston type of But, hey, look, I will say this. I don't know if he's better than Trevor Lawrence coming out. I'm not going to disrespect. But I will say that I don't think it's far off. And I do think that if he was coming out this year, he would have been the first person. He'd be the first person selected. And I'm willing to say, what, last year, that wasn't Trevor Lawrence. If he'd have been first last year as well, like, the dude is pretty, I think he's pretty special. But I, I'm not going to disrespect Trevor Lawrence because he was pretty. If you're just talking about at the coming out point, Trevor Lawrence is pretty amazing. So what, 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 about, what about Joe Burrow? The boy Russ said, I stand on it. <laughs> I, go, I, go. I, I, I said, well, bro, Caleb Williams, what I said a couple weeks ago, Caleb Williams is better than all these niggas. I mean, you Caleb said Williams, Caleb Williams is better than Joe Burrow all right, and Trevor right. Lawrence. Go, go bring your shot, yo. I, I do I believe Kyler Murray. I cannot wait till we're doing this I do think he's podcast. better than Kyler Murray coming out. I, I cannot wait till we're doing this podcast in like three or four years. And Caleb Williams looking like he about to win the MVP, and he mm-hmm. whooping up on these niggas. And I'm gonna look at y'all and say, "I fucking told you, he's special, man. All right. He's fucking special." Oh uh, man, let's bring it, Shaka. Oh man. All right, Shaka. Are you there, Shaka? Yeah, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, Caleb is my boy, but he not the Trevor Lawrence is the best <laughs> quarterback prospect to come out in the last decade. Now, Russell, you always gotta correct me on this. So 
I'm going to use your logic. We're not talking about college. We're talking about prospecting and grading. Besides Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence was graded out higher than him. So, yeah, we, we got to slow down on that, the grade-wise. But Caleb is special, man. He's a good player. Um, he might have he might be graded higher than Joe Burrow, but he wasn't better than Joe Burrow in college. And he, he ain't better than Joe Burrow. But he is really, really good. He, he's really, really good. And so when we yeah. get into the technicality machine, then of course I cannot disagree because who is going to be better than Joe Burrow in college? He played with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. It's not. It's, it's not possible to be better uh, than him. Remember, I'm a. Hey, remember who I'm a fan of. Caleb Williams has a low. I like, but I want you to know I like Caleb Williams. I like Caleb Williams. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. Here's fuck it. Here's what I'm saying. Take take everything into account. Caleb Williams is right now and will be better than all of these niggas. Like he is better than everybody. He is he is a, he is better than all. Look, guys, we CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are playing right now. Bryce he's way better than them fools. He's way better than them fools. Way better. No, but I'm putting it into perspective. Bryce Bryce Young looks like a column, a taller Kyler Murray, and C.J. Stroud looks amazing at quarterback. He ball placement, the throwing deep, uh, whatever you want to run, he can run. He's got enough athleticism to get out the pocket and make. These guys are good. Like if I had a draft pick and I didn't get Caleb Williams and I didn't get one of these top guys, I would love to have these other guys. I'm saying Caleb Williams is going to be a guy that we look at when he gets to the NFL and we when he gets sure. to college and say he is better than everybody. He is what uh, – he is oof. like the – man, dog, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it to y'all, man. Caleb Williams different, bro. I like – he, he's good. Now, I would say he's better than C.J. Stroud. Now Bryce Young, uh, there is way better than Bryce Young. I don't know, man. Bryce Young, Bryce Young's got some tools. He's got some tools. I hey. gotta see. There's a, there's a few things from Caleb Williams I need to see. Hey, I'm okay. I'm gonna drop off, but hey, Russ, uh, Chris made me remember this, bro. We gotta put some respect on that boy Sunshine name, man. Like that kid. Trevor Lawrence like, was the he, he's like, he's it. Right, he's he's just different. Like ten years of, or let's say not ten, let's go twelve years of football. Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, the top rated quarterbacks to come out. Absolutely. Hands down. Hands Absolutely. Down. Like, Absolutely. Y'all can argue after the three. Y'all can argue the four. Those two, hands down, the the best prospects to come out. All right, man. Let's right. bring in Earl C. Bring in Earl C. Go ahead, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell the difference after Earl C. Yeah, let's, let's bring in Earl C. And then we, we, we're gonna have to uh, close uh, close out and move on to the next one. You, you gotta you gotta also argue this part in as far as Joe Burrow. I hate to go back to that, but Joe Burrow also played as a as a junior, and that nigga didn't look like how he looked as a senior. Like it's one of them. Caleb came out as a red shirt freshman, and each year he didn't improve upon that. So do I think if he stayed in school four years that he can come out there and have one of them magical, just dominate the 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 country type season? Yes, but I do think we're also looking at a dude who's younger 
comparing his younger years to a dude who is his best year was his senior year. Not taking away from Joe Burrow, dude, nice. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not going to say all the way that he's just better just because Caleb feel like a sophomore. He can't even come out this year. Guys, can I ask you a question? I just I just want to ask the question to Boogie and Sterling just before we end it. Because mm-hmm. we always talk about Trevor Lawrence and Andrew Luck. Trevor Lawrence had Ross. Trevor Lawrence had Ray Ray. Uh, who was who, Trevor Lawrence had uh, the tight end. <clears throat> Trevor Lawrence had Travis Etienne. Andrew Luck didn't have this. Caleb Williams does not have team. Caleb Williams has Jordan Addison, though. Like, they're not. Jordan Addison is amazing, and I hate having to argue against Jordan Addison because I love him and I love his game. But, bro, let's be. Sterling. Like, come on, bro. It's Clemson. It's it's USC Clemson. They're about to be. No, are they right now? We're clay, clay. No, but but you're saying, but you're saying, you're you're saying, you're acting like you know, Kayla Williams is out here with scrubs, and no, he's I'm not. Saying he's not out here with an established uh, powerhouse. Like like Trevor Lawrence is cold as fuck, and he's like Trevor Lawrence is like, I do what I'm supposed to do when I'm around all these cold players. I won, and I won in dominating fashion. So I'm not I'm not hating on him. But I'm saying when I look at guys like Andrew Luck, he played for Stanford when Stanford had a bunch of guys that was second rate. Caleb Williams playing for USC, and they are not the best team in the country. If USC was to play Georgia or Alabama, like they would get smashed. Like smashed. No problem. Like nobody can nobody's gonna sit here and tell me, like, nah, Russ, you're wrong. USC would run out there against Alabama right now and get fucking crushed. But you know what happened? Caleb Williams would fucking shine. Because he's a fucking amazing. We can move on. We can talk about him all day. He's all right. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, and, uh, which is probably um, and number ones, uh, Alabama retakes the number one uh, ranking after Georgia struggled for two weeks straight against unranked opponents. Uh, but in the process of them uh, reclaiming the number one of uh, the number one uh, ranking, um, Bryce Young hurts shoulder. Um, um, and, um, I think he's, uh, if I read correctly, he's going to be, uh, on some day-to-day shit. Um, Alabama, yeah, yeah, and I'm about to say, and you know, Alabama, man, they, 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 they stay reloaded. They don't rebuild. They just reload. No, okay. Hold up. Boogie, you know, you know, Sterling too. You watch football too. Y'all saw that run. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, bro. Bruh. Yeah. Saying twice, like no, like yeah, like oh, like nah, they're gonna be fine. Yeah. Like, and then, and then, word to the wise, someone very smart that watches a lot of football and watches a lot of high school football. He was just giving some takes. He told me in high school, Jaden Mil, J- uh, Jalen, Jalen Milro, Jaden, Jaden, is it Jaden? Correct me if I'm wrong. I, mean, I think it's Jaden Milro, Jalen. Now I feel like I'm doing him a disservice. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm trying. I mean, I'm looking it up. I'm just gonna type in the last name just to try to help you out because I can't pronounce it. It's Jalen. Yeah, yeah, Milro. Jalen, I had it right. It's... Okay, the first time. All right, thank you, Muff Man. I appreciate it. 
So yes, like it's Jalen Milrow. Jalen Milrow is a special, special player. If you didn't see the play, just go look at because Arkansas had that game won. But when I was told that he passes the ball, and that in high school when you watched him, he passes the ball, the world is in trouble. It's in big trouble. Like now, I don't think I, like I'm boogie. You could talk, but you understand. You saw the play. That shit was fucking insane. You're not supposed to be able to do that, my nigga, especially in that situation. Like now, nah, man, nah. He said, nah, man. Yeah, Alabama is 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 the boogeyman that just does not die. Uh, you think you think you're gonna kill him? Uh, all of a sudden, uh, he, he pops back up like the Undertaker, and uh, it's just he, they they never go away. They never go away. Their their roster is deep and plentiful and rich. The rich keeps no, getting richer. No, but it's like, like I'll give them credit because I'm normally a guy that like hates on Alabama, and it's not because it's their school. I always hate on the top school just because y'all niggas got to crave competition. But that's a story for another day. Um, it's just that when they have an explosive player, like he's like explosive, like Jesus, like they make plays that make you say like. Why the fuck we even out here? Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, they, that's just, it's just, it's like, I'm not gonna lie. Nah, I was speechless. <laughs> he deserved to do the on the knee Superman pose. Like, nah, if you was, and, and, and if you was watching the game, because I was watching the full game, like, Arkansas was taking the momentum. And I honestly 100% believe, and people, you, y'all can call me crazy, if, if uh, Bryce Young was to play that whole game, Arkansas would have won. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but but uh, that that's the thing. That's the thing about about Bama, dog. They like when you think that you got them beat. Like it's the same thing as, as Georgia fan watching them play the SEC championship. You knock out. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, I can't even fucking remember. It was what? It wasn't Hurts. It was Tua. Was it? Or was it Hurts? They got knocked Hurts, out then. Hurts, Hurts, no, Hurts got taken out and Tua. Yeah, touchdown, yeah, Tua came back. But that's even. That, but you can think about that and say like, like Tua's the second string guy, and the guys that are playing are his age, like Smith, Devon, Smith, and Judy, well, and all them are his well, Tua, age. I, I look at Tua as the next man up. I never looked at him as like you know the the second guy, you know, because you knew Tua, that he. Tua's the shit. Tua was the shit. Like he was yeah, dope, he, but like. It, it like like when you think about how he came in, like he's got the guys that he'd been practicing with the whole time. And when you look at Jaden Milrow, like he literally at one point, I remember seeing him. They drew up a play, it just went to shit, and he just looked like in his face, like man, man, fuck this. And literally the next play, third down, he fucking breaks for seventy yards, and he was getting faster. Like it's like. I like, like, I don't know why, like, I, like, I, okay, I guess, like, you're like Russell. Why are you so amazed? God, he was getting faster. Like as he was running, like when people say he's running, like people are chasing him. No, that nigga minutes. Like scratch him. I'm out this bitch. Like no, that speed at quarterback was crazy. He was moving out the box like the liquid Terminator. He ain't even turned into the nigga yet. He was still liquid. <laughs> Like watching that play live, I'll let y'all talk about how y'all felt, but watching that play live, I just noticed that a guy showed not only athleticism, but the explosiveness that like, nah, bro, like you aren't catching me. Like not only did I just bust out the box, like 
I'm trying to get it pregnant, but nigga, I'm out here like getting faster as I go. Like now that J- Milro's a problem. He gonna be amazing. Like that that's ridiculous. If he can right. throw like he did, like in his in his high school years and earlier, like nah man. Nah, All right. man. That's different. That's different. That play was amazing. I don't have I, I, I I'm speechless. All right. I'm not speechless, but I'm speechless. <laughs> All right, Sterling, what you got to say? Man, that was too explosive, man. That that quarter, that backup quarterback they had, I don't even know the dude's name, bro. Jalen Hero. Hey, that hey, that dude cold. And he and he a freshman, right? I'm I'm sure he's a freshman. I think I think he's a either fresh. I think he's freshman or sophomore. Yeah, he man. He he's explosive now. He needs to work on that arm a little bit. I think that'll come with game time, but I think he gives that offense more spark than uh, your boy does. You know, starting quarterback man, Bryce Young. Like, um, the when he when he hit that when he hit that sideline, bro. He hey, he looked like <laughs> he was out. Uh, he was hey, he was gone, dog. I was gonna say he looked like Henry Ruggs, but I was like, yeah, I probably can't use that. <laughs> That dude, he was gone, bro. That dude was special. Devin Hester, Reggie Bush, like, like uh, Deshaun Jackson. Like, like I feel y'all. Like he's gonna work on his passing, but Sterling the Boogie, y'all know that speed was unreal. And you can win with that. You can win with that in college football, man. Like we talk about Anthony Richardson, right? He's better than Anthony Anthony Richardson. I'm sorry. Anthony Richardson ain't got that. He like is he better than that. Anthony Richardson right now. Right now. No, no. What, 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 I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. He's more. Ex- he's more explosive just off the agility. I mean, just off the speed burst and that thing. But as to say he's better, I can't say that because he, he is, bro. After, I'm telling you, dog. I'm telling you, dog. You just hold up. Wait, though, no. because you just said he's got to work on his arm, and you break he this does. Shit down. You break this shit down. Anthony Richardson went out there and answered every question you had. Oh, yeah, bro. The week that... after he looked like he couldn't throw, he passed for two forty nine and like what two or three touchdowns. But Anthony Anthony Ar showed that he could throw. But if you're telling me like. Nah, Milro, that explosiveness, yeah. it takes him over the top. That is yeah. unreal explosiveness, bro. That, that run was we, that run was a uh, yeah. That ahead, that was a No, nah, I said that that was a uh, you getting chased by a dog run. No, no, no. We we all saw it. Like we high. I think, <laughs> you got it. Right, you running me, high. Let, let me say it though. Let me say it though. Cuz all of us watched the football and all of us have seen this. It's because he was running high and he made the move high. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when he made the move high, he still broke loose. Mm-hmm. Second when, level. Normally, yeah. when you normally when you trying to break second level and you make that and you make that speed boost, you hit that trigger and you try to get in that second gear, you can't do nothing else. That nigga hit the glitch and he yeah, speed boost and the juke at the same time and was keeping control. I made that same run to Madden. Bro, bro. He, 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 <laughs> I think, I think that's I think that that's what got us because like we've seen guys break, but he y'all you saw it he went into the crowd there was two guys there he hop juked out of it and then his acceleration bursted numb nah, and he beat the safety like bro like what like you hop juked out of out of two what was that two linebackers or whoever it was in the in the in the front seven in that little box he hopped out hop juked and then he burned out. 
and then the safety couldn't catch him. And the safety had like three steps. How you lose five yards on a nigga and you got three steps to begin with? Nah, bro. Nah. Yeah. Nah, Milro different. Yeah. Definitely got got yeah, he has explosive and breakaway speed. Uh, definitely a guy that you're gonna keep uh you're gonna keep an eye on uh moving forward. Um but uh keeping an eye on uh players right now, uh what are some of the early Heisman favorites uh that are uh, on the field right now? I know we are in week what five is it? Um uh, but it's never too early to talk start talking Heisman. Sterling, who is on your Heisman watch list and who's like an early favorite? So you 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 know why you have to do that, man. So <laughs> I I gotta throw my guy's hat in the ring, Blake Corum. Now he's a running back. Don't you say, "Oh my God!" Don't you do it. If I have to hear you, I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. If I have to hear about Caleb Williams and owe you the whole show, you can let me speak about Blake Corum. He's not even ours anymore, and I ain't finna do that because that's like a nigga talking about a bitch he ain't got no more, being like, "Oh, we, 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 you can do this." You're, are you trying to tell me he's not good? Are you trying to tell me Blake Corum's not good? No, no, no. I said, I said, I, look, I, he'll sniff the Heisman, but he he ain't gonna win it. Obviously, I'm going to I know he and let you have Blake. I know he's not gonna win it. I know he's not gonna win it. But it, peep my dark horse. But go ahead, I got another nigga. You're not gonna peep it. Go ahead though. I'm going to say, uh, hmm, if I had to pick right now, Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is one. And, and I think I think um, Jameer Gibbs is another one. Jameer Gibbs is, a, is one. But if I had to, uh, a dark, dark horse, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, dark, dark horse. I'm talking dark, dark horse. Okay, he's balling out, dog. UCLA, check him out. Check him out. I, I feel you. But you I don't I, I don't want to say CJ Stroud. I don't want to say Bryce Young. because those are the favorites. Caleb Williams, those are the favorites. Sterling, I feel like we have a connection because like I said what I said, and you immediately was like, I gotta figure out what this nigga Russ got up his sleeve. But you oh, give me no, dog, give me no. I got one. You better not say G- DJ Ugalalele. No, I was not. I got one. And you know the best. Hey, or Jalen Daniels. No, but Boogie. Shut up. Hey, stop. You <laughs> went too far. Hey, yeah. But you would agree. It is Jalen Daniels, but you would agree. My nigga put his hands on him. And that's why I didn't hey. say it. And that's why I didn't say it, because I knew he was going to do that shit. Is he not? Is he not, though? Is he not? He dope. He dope. He got- he leads the nation in 98-0 QBR, through for 325 yards against Duke. Except, nigga, come on, bro. 4-0 Kansas. Like, no, Jay. It's Kansas, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. Kansas. He ain't going to get shit. They not going to let him win that. Even though he deserving, they not going to let him get it. If he keeps – okay, okay, you're right if they lose. but if they They're going to lose. It's Kansas, bro. Win. <laughs> win, win. I love the basketball team, but I got the fever. Like, oh, no, dog, you're not gonna do this, uh, uh-uh. bro, bro. I'm not gonna do what? Like, nah, the kid is really, bro. So he's not, he's not a for real Heisman hopeful. Mm-mm. He plays for Kansas, bro. Oh my, see, you're not a believer. They about to come out. I, they, look, um, well, to to who? They got okay, sure. okay, look, 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 Let's look at their okay. schedule. Let me pull yeah, up their okay. schedule. They got okay, they just beat Iowa. Kansas State School of the Blind, go ahead. They got TCU, which is they're gonna lose. We don't know. We don't they're know. They're gonna lose. 
All right, so if I asked you last week if I said T, uh, if I said Kansas versus Iowa State, what you uh, what would you have said? Don't lie, don't lie. Kansas, Kansas, the way they've been playing. Kansas. If you asked me last week, I would have said that. Early, Iowa State's early. trash. <laughs> Iowa State is garbage. <laughs> I, I, Iowa State's garbage, and you know it, dog. Oh my. Okay, so would you have said they would have put forty-eight points on Houston? Mm-mm. Fifty-five points on West Virginia. No. Okay, I'm just trying to say something, man. Just listen to me now. Like, they got TCU, they got Oklahoma, they got <laughs> Baylor, then they got Oklahoma State. Now, I'm an Oklahoma fan, but it gets weary. Because it gets weary, man, because TCU could come in, uh, Kansas could come and win these games. And the way the quarterback is playing, like, he's not just being out here like, I'm here. Bryce Young is hurt. I mean, like. I don't think they beat TCU. What? And I, mean, I don't I think, think they'd be Oklahoma State. The front runner is CJ Stroud for sure. If nothing else changes and everything goes the way it's gonna go, CJ Stroud gonna get his try. I even think he deserves it. I don't, no. Not not just saying that because he's playing for Ohio State. I just no, don't I think CJ Stroud is all because, that. It because it feels like it's. I'm just saying the guy that I think is playing the most Heisman worthy right now is Jalen Daniels. Flex me. <laughs> You got Kansas 4-0 in college football. Who can argue with that? You know what I'm saying? That's like, come on, man. I'm not going to make a joke, but I would want to, but I'm not. But Kansas has not been the greatest. It's like, you know, she was ugly last week, but now she with me and she a 10. Like, it's, 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 it's one of them kind of things, you know what I'm saying? All right. You brought Bertha to the party, and now niggas want Bertha. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't want Kansas before Jalen. Now niggas want Kansas. Hey, man. I mean, you know, yesterday price ain't today's price, I guess. <laughs> if you want to take that hey, and apply that. Kansas ain't today's Kansas. We ain't in Kansas anymore, Toto. Rock we ain't in Kansas Rock. anymore. You better beware of the fog. Look, the, the schedule for Kansas gets tougher, man. Like, it's, you know, look, we know what West Virginia is. They're not very good. Houston. They're not very good. Duke, come on. Duke is – no. Iowa State, what? that was an impressive win last this week. This is Kansas. I'm just saying. But I'm but now but now we have to – listen, listen. I know. But now we're if we're going to talk about Heisman, we got to put him up there with the big dogs. We got to evaluate him like we evaluate everybody else, as if they were an unknown program. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Kansas on his back. He is, and it's impressive as hell. That's it's not, impressive as hell. It's not like putting like oh like like if you was a, if you was a cold football player and you put George on your back, that's like putting a, that's like putting ice spice. Wasn't that ice spice the munch? Uh, that's like that's like putting her on your back. What she, she say? That nigga munch. Like yeah, get yeah. Out of here. That's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's like putting spice on your back. Jalen Daniels is putting Liz on his back, nigga, and carrying it to the end. Well, I'm gonna be honest He's with going you. Going to the to the finish line, nigga. Like, nah, bro. Like, it's a difference between being the best at a football program. These niggas don't care about football. They are waiting for basketball season to start. Why? Because they just won the championship in basketball. Yet and still, this guy is winning games at a school that gives no fucks about the picks. But yeah, I mean, yeah. You, hey. Hey, I'll say this. Look, before we move on. Anytime you go ahead, you probably put weight on, uh, try to carry, uh, as my boy said, try to carry Liz on your back. Uh, that's the cause for injury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the easy way to get, catch an injury. I'm just saying, I'm 
just saying, some of these guys is going to places, you know what I'm saying, and they and they carrying they carrying Lotto. Some yeah. of them carrying Lizzo. You know hey man, <laughs> one job is one job is more difficult. Everybody said Lotto or Lizzo, but man, look, I mean, you should be satisfied with just either one. But I'm just saying, one job is going to be more difficult. All right, so uh, we're going to move on to our next segment. Um, uh, so uh, before we get into it, um. Just to give it a little intro, I, what brought about this segment was uh, my fantasy football team has gotten ravaged, um, you know, through injuries. And I remember, you know, I just kind of sat there and I looked, you know, in despair at my um, my roster that had nothing but, you know, red Q's and O's um, next to all the names. I'm just sitting there like, dog. A quote jumped in my head. Now, I remember, you know, when we was talking about, uh, you know, movie or sports movies and stuff like that. Well, one quote from uh, Any Given Sunday, and it's full of them, uh, jumped out at me. And it, and when I heard it, you know, uh, it always stuck out to me. And it was the scene whenever, you know, uh, Jim Brown was at the bar talking to uh, Al Pacino. And he told him, you know, you know, guys, you know, prima donnas, you know, it was like, you know, guys that, you know, uh, athletes you know that you know after a year they, they they crack like fine china and i always thought about that i said damn that is true you know it's like you know you have guys that you know play great and you know all of a sudden they're injured you know they're injury prone and it, you know seeing the the tweet from jj watt um about you know the how he had to you know get hit with a fibrillator um it just kind of gets you thinking, you know, that, you know, quote just really stuck out, you know, more so than ever, as the kids say, it hit different. Um, and I, that was one of the things I always thought about. Um, our players, you know, as, you know, they get bigger and as they get faster and as they become more frequently athletic, are they getting more frail? Um it's kind of like one of those Greek tragedies, you know, uh, what, like Achilles, you know, he was Im- Im- impervious to everywhere except his, uh, little spot on his heel. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm Sterling, if you want to tackle this first, you can, cause what I'm going to say probably will give me. Go ahead. Well, uh, well, but let me, let me go ahead and, and close what, what I'm going to say first. Now, you know, um, Sports medicine has only come on, you know, come along so far. It, you know, it, it does great for recovery, but not prevention. Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to defer to Sterling because I got an idea of what Russ is going to say. So, so Sterling, Sterling yeah. first, and I'm going to say what I got to say because yeah. what I said is what I said, and I'm going to say it because I think everybody believes what I'm going to say, but go ahead, Sterling. Man, I just, I, I, I mean, I might be an old school an old head when I say this, but I just think some of these niggas soft now. Right, there we go. I mean, let's be honest. Like, you, you know, we, we 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 cater to these athletes' emotions, and I I got a, I got a story for you. Case in point, this happened today, man. My son in school. Th- this today, I got an email. Okay, this I man, I, I should even read it for y'all. I should read some of this shit. I'm looking at it right now. It says during a brain break of playing silent ball in <laughs> class, a student went up to Leo, my son, and pushed him off the desk. This resulted in Leo pushing back in retaliation. Both boys were sent to the office to discuss this incident with Miss whatever the hell. Yo, my son got put in in-school suspension because another kid pushed him. And my, I, my son pushed him back. It's like the mentality. You you take that to sports, man. It's like 
all these kids get trophies when they ain't one shit. You know, it, it's this entitlement. It's this, oh, my leg hurts. Oh, it's, well, what do you feel like? It's, I, I'm all about mental illness and, and prevention and, and support and those things. But I think some of the stuff, man, we it, it's gone too far. And so injuries is another. Like, if you go look at Hard Knocks, go go look at when they, when they were Jarvis Landry was with the Browns. We were talking about, yo, man, get your ass out here and practice. Y'all over here nursing these injuries, man. Like, they... Players do that. When I play college ball, players will do nurse injuries, man. Like, get your ass up and play. You know? So it, it's it's just, man, they just not like they used to be, I guess. It, they, they just soft. Let's just be honest. They soft now. Low management, bro. What what? And what world <laughs> does low management... My man, my man stopped for two seconds and took a breath and said, you know what? And on top of that, nigga. <laughs> nigga yeah, Load yeah, yeah. management. If you, if you looked at Jordan said load management. He said, What? Nigga, what's that? I'm just saying, bro. It's it's soft these days. Look, I, I saw a headline while we're on the show. Uh uh, what's his name? On the uh Lakers, Davis. Nigga, his his they uh, keeping him out because it cause his back. Man, Money get the man. fuck out of here. Nigga, get the fuck out of here, dog. You ain't playing how long? Come on, man. I, I just think they're soft. That's all. Uh, okay. Here's up, and let me go ahead and shot to you, soft. So I'm the I'm I'm the nigga in the middle. All right, so I believe that life is full of choices, right? And if you make the choice to play football, nigga, you made the choice to play football. And I believe a lot of football players agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I believe that like pensions and insurance and all these things should be put in place just as decent human human beings. But when it comes to like, like let's just look at Tua and, I, and I'll just use Tua as my example. Like Tua is going to get to a point where he feels fine. Like he's going to get to a point where physically, mentally, he can do what he needs to do to perform at the highest level he can, but we all know as human beings, he's not going to be fine because his body fucking seized up when he got slammed into the turf after someone made a mistake. So when I look at football, I don't want to be seen as a person who doesn't give a fuck about humanity, but I give a fuck about the game. And these dudes that play the game know the game they're playing. We've all lived life. We've all been to high school. We've all had that choice of playing football, elementary school, middle school. Do you want to go out there and have collisions every day? Yes or no? If you say yes, nigga, don't come to me later talking about all the shit that happened from these collisions. You know what the fuck you're doing. Like, that's the main thing that pisses me off about this whole thing because football players tell us, like, this is what we're doing. Yes, we can make better helmets. Yes, we can do things to try to make the game safer. But at the end of the day, if I'm running, at a, if I'm running full speed, and you're running full speed, and we run into each other, that shit is not fucking regular. And I need us to stop acting like that shit is something regular that we can make work. That shit's not gonna fucking work. Like, these niggas is 260 pounds, 250 pounds, running four fucking... DK Metcalf is bigger than everybody you know. And he runs a 4-3, and he running full speed into somebody. Like, it's... It, they are not... They are not regular these are the last gladiators that we have on the face of the earth and if you want to play this game 
then you know what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they should all sign a waiver that says, yes, NFL, you need to take care of me for the rest of my life, but I'm going to agree to know that my brain might turn into mush playing this shit. Because I am going to repeatedly hit my head. And we could talk about the guys in the trenches who repeatedly bang, 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 bang. And they get the trauma. And then the guys that are on the outside, anytime you have a big collision on the outside, that's it. It ain't no bang, bang, bang like the trenches. You get a wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson versus the Falcons. Y'all remember it? Bang. You want to ask me why Cam Newton's not the same? Shit, talk about when he ran up on Deion Jones full speed. And them niggas said, bang, and hit each other. Hard play. No, that fucked both of them up. You see Deion Jones anymore? No. What's Cam Newton doing? Something else, nigga. It's football. This shit is not for the weak at heart, and it is not for the weak in mind, and it is not for the weak at body, bro. This shit is a gladiator sport. These niggas are lifting weights. You don't lift weights like these niggas lift weights. And go out here and be fucking insurance salesman. You like, do, let me, that, shit, you do let me, that shit because you're continuously being ran into by someone else. It's the way of the game. If you choose so, to do it, you choose to do it. And and to piggyback off that, um, it was it was a quote that um I, I want to say this was on Hard Hard Knocks, but they were talking about you know rule changes and you know around the period you know where the league was uh looking to protect the quarterback, and in this uh particular clip they had you know you know, uh, Carson um, Palmer, you know, he was just there, you know, that's how long ago uh, this this was. You know, Carson Palmer was just there eating the apple and he kind of, you know, went ahead and, you know, got up and said that, you know, you know, your your average defensive lineman or defensive end or edge guy, you know, they wasn't, you know, defined in, but, you know, there were players there, um, are roughly around, you know, 200, you know, and 50 to 300 pounds, you know, and some more. He said, these guys are running four sevens, four fives now. And from the trajectory of how, the, you know, these the, is going, they're only going to get bigger and faster. He said, this is the equate of a refrigerator running a four five yep. and colliding with you. So I think it's a little bit of, yeah, you got, you know, these, these big, you know, the, the, you know, evolution, I guess you can say, is uh has a hand in it. And uh Micah Parsons runs a four three. Exactly. Exactly. Like, dude, what? <laughs> like, come on now. So I think that, you know, uh, it's a little bit of both. I do think, you know, you know, some of these kids, you know, as my as my dad would say, you know, uh in my my you know, my, my uncles and shit, they pussified, you know, hey. You know, uh, they'll tell you to rub some dirt on it and get your ass back in that game. Um, but you know what makes you pussified? Like, you if you know you're not supposed to be out there, my nigga, don't get out there. You know what, Russ? Like, you are right. You, you are right. Because that, that's, that's where I stand in this, bro, because I love football, bro. I love watching it. I love what makes it. I love the guys that play it. I love the gladiator mentality. But the thing that is about it is like, if you choose to play this game, please do not bitch. But at the highest understand level, what you're signing up but, for. But, at, but yep. at the highest level, I do agree though. At the highest level, we need to say, if you sign this paper that says, "Man, I'm gonna get fucked up playing this game," we gonna pay you for it, bro. Like we yeah. gonna make sure that 
If you play, like Tua should not fucking play anymore. Let's be honest, he should not play. Right, well, well, hold on, hold on. we we we're gonna is. get to yeah, we're gonna get into that. Right, but yeah, saying, but, he, but he is, and and like his family's gonna get money, and he's gonna get a second contract and all that stuff. So like, it's like I don't want to punish people for I don't want to punish players for playing the game of football. I want us as fans to realize what we're watching. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't what, what ha- the, the best thing that happened to football is also the worst thing that happened to football. And those that know me know I have said this. When football became super mainstream, and I'm talking around like 2008, and it became super mainstream, and soccer moms went from soccer to football, football got fucked up because they started seeing little Timmy's gonna go out there and get fucked up because this shit is real. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so the America saw it and was like, we got to make this shit safer. Football is football. Like, you ain't going to make two. You, you are, there is no way of making what's the goal of this sport. This is simulation of war. Like, it is simulation of war. We're gaining ground and losing ground until someone else can take someone else's base. The yeah. end zone. You know what I'm or saying? The, so or, the, or, the, or, the, or, the, or the football. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? And, and, and to actually piggyback off of what you just said, uh, my brother had a quote, and he always used to say, um, he always used to say, you know, uh, about war. And, you know, in, in, in a background, my brother, you know, was, you know, a street guy. And whenever people used to, you know, sit there and talk to him about the dangers of what he was doing, his reply was, what is the difference if I was in the military, if I was a, a officer of the law? There are certain risks and things that you signed up knowing. And he said, that's like, you know, you go ahead and what Russ, to, to say what Russ is saying, that's like you go ahead, you, you, you agree to go to war, but when people die, you want to protest the war. Yes. It's, it's, and, it's, it's, it's the hypocrisy is crazy. Yeah. So just to basically kind of, you know, slap that on, on top of what uh, Russ is saying, you know, at a, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, you know what you're you're signing up for. You know, like whenever I, I went out there, I knew that it's a chance that you're going to get hurt. That is the risk that you run. Like it's like you walking outside. It, it, look, it ain't no different from you walking outside, uh, walking in the street. Even though you might not think of it, but your day can end right there. Look here, if this spreads across America, let me say it. If nobody else will. Little little guys, girls, anybody. If you play football, you might get fucked up. Yeah, and because that's you're just going, because yeah. you're going to be running full speed, and yep. someone else is going to be running full speed to knock you on your ass. Because the only way to end the play is to knock somebody else on their ass. Yeah, that's that's it. It's a rough sport. Like it's something that I think people need to take a step back and realize, like, do you want your child playing this? And if your child does, if your child's like, I want to play, I want to play, then tell them, like, all right, go out there and get out there one time and see what it's like. Because I believe that in two th- in the early 2000s, Boogie our time, Sterling our time, when you, in the, in the early 2000s, before, like, 2010, like, 05, 03, 02, and all those times, like, you, football was, you knew. Like, it was known, like, you can be athletic. You can be all this other shit, but can you take a nigga running up on you and just colliding with you and tackling you and smashing into you on the ground? And nigga, like, that shit is going to happen. Because <laughs> that's what this sport is, bro. And I think that in America and football, we're having a big problem, not with the safety of the game. The game ain't safe. 
It was never like, safe. Like, like, accept it. Like, accept it or don't watch it. Like, that's the biggest problem. People keep trying to make football safe. Ain't no way you're going to make football safe. If football was safe, they wouldn't wear fucking helmets and pads and league pads. They wouldn't wear yeah. this shit. Like, it's it's crazy to me. But they should play on grass. I'm going to end it with that. You should play on grass. Everything should be yeah. played on grass. Yeah. Because Let me tell you something. Cut, the yeah. chunk up and be not, able to give. Not, not even that. But whenever you, you, you fall on the ground, you want to have something soft that absorbs the whisper. And I hear that. Hold on. What you about to say? I mean, you can okay. So you know me, boogie. Like deep down, I'm a nerdy ass nigga. So like, you can have you can have turf that is soft. Like they have turf that is soft. Those brown, those black yeah, pellet, pellet, little pellet, the little pellet they, they turf. Make it, they make it. They make it soft. What I'm saying is, as a person that that has that runs fast and has seen all these yeah. injuries, when you cut and make a move, if the ground does not give stick, then, yeah, then your body will. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. you just need to make the ground give. Like the dirt needs to chunk up. There's a reason why the the soccer leagues around America. I'll let Shaga get in here. There's a reason why the league, the soccer leagues around America, pay for grass all the time because that's why these boys is getting all these injuries. Is because rubber may not give. Your knee will. Something's going to give. So if you keep it grass, then we always know. That grass is gonna chunk up. That cleat's gonna pull up a chunk of dirt. Anytime someone's cleat pulls up a chunk of dirt, they save themselves from a tear. Yep, it's either grass or your ass. Yes, period. All right, let's bring in shotgun. Shotgun, yo. yo. I want to push push back a little bit on that notion, Russ. That that's just not safe, right? I think. I think that's the issue that, that we're facing where we're just like, oh, football is not safe. Don't play. It's not safe. I think in the, on premise, you're right. And then I also think that's what's dangerous about it is that we are wrong. Like, we got to hold the NFL, these colleges, these doctors, we got to hold them accountable. And we also got to hold these innovators, these people growing up, coming up that are trying to create inventions. Is everything going to be perfect? No. Is it, you're getting in your car, driving it every day is not safe, but you're still going to put your seatbelt on, right? Like there's so many th- things that we do on a daily basis that are not safe. But the problem is we got to make sure that we make football as safe as possible. And if like I played the game, everybody know you played. There are some times where we had coaches or trainers or we were playing at facilities that you should not be playing on. The NFL is a billion-dollar company. Soldier Field shouldn't exist. There are certain things, like, they should not have in the NFL, right? Like, and it doesn't make the game softer. Like, I'm one of those people. Y'all probably going to hate this. I hate that there are outdoor stadiums. Every stadium, to me, needs some type of retractable roof. That's just me. I I mean, right, when it's – they shouldn't be playing in fucking five-degree rain. I know it takes away from the football. I don't believe they should be laying seven-on-seven with – No, no, I think – so I think that there are ways to make it safer. So what what, what the problem is, what you're saying, is that that doctor that put Tua in the game, he's saying what you're saying. It's not safe. I cleared him. Go in. Bro, we got to start holding these people accountable. Oh, no, 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 uh, no, I'm, not, I'm not going that far. I'll let you finish. Right, right. I'm, like, real, we just, I'm just saying yeah. that. Yeah. We have, go ahead. Keep going because uh, we're going to use this because uh, that, that's exactly where we're, we're heading with this. Uh, okay. 
the two uh, uh, injury. There is, there are, yes, in essence, there's no way to make it safe. But I like that they wear the little headgear in practice now. The players said they hate it. I like it. I like the concussion protocol. I like certain things that they're doing now. And these things will grow more and more and more. And we still need to fix some things. We need to fix some cut blocks. We need to fix certain, like the targeting rule in college. I know y'all hate that shit like this. It's crazy, right? But, but. You know, they still need to tweak it, but it's a on, on its base, it's a good rule, right? So, yes, there's no way to make football safe. But I think when we have, like, the bigger, like, when you push that notion that there's no way to make it safe, it let these people off the hook for the bad facilities. And I'm speaking more high school and college. Like, I know y'all all played on the field that was just fucked up, bro. You getting tackled on rocks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to say this. The Astrodome. Back in like 2002, 2003, that that stadium and turf alone, I know, took a lot of my friends' uh, football careers um, just playing on that. And to, to contest, like, yeah, you right. need you need better stadiums. Like, like my son, hold on, resume says last thing. My son, my son want to play football. I'm not again. I don't want him to play, but if he want to play football, cool. I'm let him play football. But I do expect that the coaches, the trainers, the staff, everyone holds like yes, is like I'm I'm not gonna put it on my 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 middle schooler or my high schooler or even my college athlete to be responsible and take yourself out of the game. I am if I'm trusting you, especially middle school and high school. I'm trusting you with my kid. You need to be responsible. You need to monitor that shit in practice. You, kids shouldn't still be dying from dehydration, from working out too hard, from bad facilities. Like, this shit got to stop. So that's all I'm saying, man. Like, yes, football is dangerous, but, man, there's so many things that they can fix, bro. No, I, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. And I think what I appreciate I'm saying that. is – And no, 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 what he's saying is 100% correct. And I think that, like, what he's saying kind of is like a, a – a protective barrier of what I'm saying. So I'm not saying what I'm saying so that you can go back to the way football was in 1980. Like, I'm not trying to tell you, trying to tell people to do that. I'm saying like football, whatever you can do to get safer, you can do that. But this shit ain't going to be safe. You know what I'm saying? So I think that whenever these injuries happen, I don't think we need to be like, Oh, well, two got fucked up, whatever. I'm not trying to be like that, but I'm trying to be more like we need to stop like looking at football like, oh, look what happened in football. Like it's football. Like when someone dies in in a in a in a profession that you may die in, we look at it and say it's very sad, but this is a profession that's risky. You know what I'm saying? This is something that's very risky. We don't hope anybody dies or nothing like that, but like like if you get slammed on the turf, like that doctor was fucked up. Like he was fucked up, and for what what shotgun is saying is you want to be extra hard on people so that people like that don't exist. But my whole thing is like, if anybody ever in the world of ever says I want to play football, I would like for there to be someone like me to look them in their eyes and say, "Man, this shit might fuck you up, bro." And I'm gonna say might because there's a slim chance you make it out. But let me look in your eyes again and tell you this shit gonna fuck you up, bro. Like you're gonna have some shit fucked up wrong with you. You're going to play about three years. And if you cold, you won't get another contract. If you take that other contract, which you more than likely will.
You there? You dropped out? He dropped out. All right. We're going to bring in sh- uh, Shotgun real quick. His audio dropped out. Hey, last thing real quick. I hope that all of those, I hope that every high school coach, middle school coach, NFL trainers, GMs have the fear of God in them to put these players back in. Fear of being fired. Fear of 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 facing stiffer penalties than being pot fired. I think things like this happen. We see it like with policing. Like I mean, I've seen people say like, I'm trying to be on fucking TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Pulling people over or whatever. I want these people to be scared as shit because what happened to Tua was avoidable. And when you say when you do a combat sport and you can die in the ring, that is also most of the time 98% avoidable. There's a lot of human error. Like when you have a referee, like, you know, we love boxing. It's my favorite sport. You have a referee where you, you know, like, man, this is over. You know, UFC, you know, like, man, this is yeah. over. The, the stop's you know coming. Like, yeah, the stop's yeah. coming. So so we always wait a second too late. So I like Russ, that's the only thing I'm pushing back on. I'm gonna say ninety I'm gonna say ninety-five percent, or I'll go to ninety. Most of these deaths in the ring or these head injuries and all this shit is ninety percent avoidable in human error. All right. Well, appreciate you uh appreciate you that uh for that shotgun. Um but like we were saying, uh to a situation yeah, um my computer just had enough. It just uh, <laughs> It just, uh, it, died. it just said, nigga, you ain't speaking the gospel. Just yeah. Like, but no, it's all. It, I was speaking the gospel. If you play it, football, be ready because you might yeah. get fucked up. Here. All right. So, uh, speaking of that, uh, you know, we were talking about. Cooking. It's cold. It is corn. <laughs> and it's, it has the juice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tua's, uh, this is basically uh, what, what, what the situation, this conversation was leading to. Was uh the uh, Dolphins and Tua situation? How uh the staff mishandled uh Tua's injury and and he they were uh fired. Now I somebody had to fall on the sword after this, you know, this debacle. This they this though. They should yeah fired. yeah. So someone someone had to go. Um, I think that you know, look when I first seen you know, and I have Tua as my you know my 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 my. My my fancy football quarterback. So, I remember I was watching the game and I seen him, you know, get up and walk, you know, and you know when he was playing, uh, uh, was it the Bills? And you know, he got up, he stumbled down, and I said, "Oh, he's concussed." I was like, "He's concussed." Yeah. You know, and people were saying, you know, and then it came out it was his, you know, a back injury. I said, "Doc, I don't know about that." I said, I don't think that was no fucking back injury, bro. I said, I think that was a fucking concussion. Like, I've been concussed twice. You know, and there were level A's. They were like the lightest ones that you can have. But let me tell you something. Yeah. If you concuss, man, it, everything is sensitive. Is The light sensitive, the sound sensitive. Um, It's easy for you to lose, like, you know, to lose your, your balance. Like, it's... it's it's a lot of things that you know that 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 can happen. You get you know nauseated. Um, it, it, but when I sat there and I, I I seen it, I said, "Dude, he's he's concussed." And then I was like, "My fancy football uh, matchup is done," because I was like, you know, that was the last guy uh, that that uh, that was in play uh, that I really needed. You know, some some uh, a performance from. And next thing you know, um, the second half, he's back in the game. I was confused. Um, I mean, but I think I think we all were like, 
why is he playing? I think we all can agree he pro- he, he shouldn't have been. Uh, I'm like, he, no, not probably. Part of me would be like, probably, because, you know what I'm saying, he probably forced his way back on. But once we got the information that the guy gave, I knew it was Dr. New. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, like he shouldn't have been out there on the field. They knew he was concussed. We knew he was concussed. Um, I mean, it's not right, but that's that's kind of like what you deal with in football. Like, like guys are going to do things to make sure they can play. So I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a person that's just like whatever. Fuck it, like they, they gonna go out here and die. They gonna, they gonna win or they gonna die. I'm not like that. But I'm just saying, like, they're gonna do whatever they can to get out on the field. So I think when something like this happens, we don't need to just act like, oh no, like oh, this should happen in football. We need to be more like, all right, this happened in football. What can we do to make it better? Like all this, like crying about how unsafe football is to me is just kind of like, nigga, like, the fuck? Here, here, okay, I'll give an example. Before y'all talk about whatever and we move on. If racing was as popular as football and everybody raced every weekend on Sunday and there were, what was it, there's 32, was it, there's 16 games, 32 teams, there's 16 games. So let's say there's like 16 races every Guys going 200 miles an hour and the car is wrecked. If racing was as prominent as football, we would be talking about racing as being so fucking because people are not meant to go 200 and 200 even 190 car and go around a track, turn, maneuver. You're not, you're not supposed to do that. Physics is you're 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 actually like making a mockery when you do these so when you say that like i look at football and i say humans are not supposed to run four four forties and run into other humans but they do and they agree to do it and we watch it so as i agree with shotgun and say we need to make the sport as pro as uh safe safe can be make better helmets make better pads do everything that you can to make the sport safe, but it is that sport. We There's nothing we can do about the fact that guys are going to drive 150, 200 miles an hour. Bro, guys drive cars that have wings on them to keep them from flying. Wings to keep them. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be driving a car that goes so fast that if you didn't have a, a apparatus attached to it, would take flight. You should not be running full speed and running into another man. But if you choose to do so, we should try to make it as safe as possible. We got to stop crying when something bad happens. Yeah, but what but what happened whenever uh, Beast Mode tell you you got to run through a motherfucking face? No, got to run through a motherfucking no, no, face. No, I'm yeah. saying you got to. I'm saying I'm saying accept it. Like accept it. We accept MMA. We accept all this shit. Like, you don't think that there was a time back in Gladiator time when they told a certain dude, like, yo, man, oh, yeah. you don't need to go out here and chop this guy down. Like, you're risking your life. You don't need this nah. is what it is. <laughs> this, nah. is what, this is what it is. Like, and it sounds brutal and it sounds horrible. He said, nigga, your life can end on a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> but you know what the guy said that was a Gladiator? Hey, maybe hey, God see fit what's yeah. fit. Yeah. 
as I look at and as I look at football and what's happening to it, I look back and say, we get to a point where footballs are agreeing with what shotgun said. Make football as safe as you can, but it is football. Like take out the cut blocks, the unnecessary roughness, and all that type of shit. Yeah. Yes, but there are gonna be times when you run a slant route, and the linebacker keys on it. Your your job is to catch the ball, and his job is to knock you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. It's That's like this. What this is. When I hear, you know, and I, I I know that you know, people have to do a better job at identifying, you know, the, the interest. But let me let, but let let me tell you this, man, like. This is whenever I hear people, you know, complain about the safety of what you call it. This is what it sounds like to me. It's like, hey, man, let's go hunting, but let's not kill the animal. Thank you. For real. Exactly. Let's just, just knock them out. Do y'all, do, y'all, do y'all like boxing? America out there. Do y'all like boxing? MMA? This shit ain't safe. If a nigga kick you in the dome and knock you out, your shit's fucked. But you agreed to do it. So we're we're... We are sitting here as fans need to sit there and say we respect the fact that you agreed to do it. And when something bad happens, we don't need to mock you or laugh at you or act like it doesn't matter. But we also, on the other side, need to stand up and say, this is what this is. Like, this is literally like if a nigga getting shot at war, niggas be like, oh, my God, niggas don't need to go to war no more. No shit, nigga. Niggas war. Don't to, niggas don't need to play football. Football is not safe. If you wake up in the morning at 9 o'clock and just be like, oh, yeah, what do I want to do today? Football is not on the fucking list. And football, like, like football is just not, it, like, okay, let's, it's not for everybody, okay? It's not. It takes it's a certain type of crazy individual to want to sit there and bang around against another human for fun. You're right, but it's not supposed to be. I think the worst thing that happened to football was the best thing. When it became mainstream, People started asking asking questions. Like, yeah, is this really is, safe? Why is this? Why? And it, and it's like if it's like a nigga. Is this really safe? No, it's not safe, my nigga. That's why we watch it. Like that's why they play it. Yeah, you don't man. get it. You don't get an adrenaline rush like that from playing fucking chess. You're safe playing chess versus a nigga just moving pieces. You get that adrenaline rush. I told my nigga the like three days ago. I told my nigga. I said, hey, bro. We love the fact that at the end of the football game, we cheer. It's not just because win, lose, or draw, tie, whatever. It's because these niggas survive. Football is a simulation of war. Every time that this shit goes down, there's niggas that's not going to make it, and there's niggas that's are. And we're going to say, man, we hope the niggas that didn't make it get better. At least they didn't die, because in football, you know, for the most part, you don't die. In war... Die. Well, no, no, no. In football, in football, you can like okay, like let's just go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm not talking about like like. No, I ain't talking about like you know finite like final die. But you can die mid play. You can ask Jalen Ramsey that. You can ask Jalen Ramsey that whenever Debo Samuel's. You get you can ask Jalen Ramsey that whenever he tried to make that uh that play on uh Debo Samuel uh. And look, Debo, let me tell you something. Debo the Super Bowl grandma, man. Yeah. And 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 and, 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 and the BET Awards while I'm at it because Kodak should have gotten the award. I don't even watch awards. They didn't. They didn't even nominate my boy. They didn't even nominate the Super Grimlin. Yeah. You know what? To a woman because she make everybody happy. Nah, we could have been superstars. Yeah. That that song touched my heart, dog. 
Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Debo is the for real super gripper because after he did that shit to Jalen Ramsey, he said, "Oh, you gonna you gonna hurt you gonna be hurt on this twenty four cycle." He made every hour of that worth it. I'm sorry. Just the trolling, the 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 press conference, the the Instagram post, all that. It was it was perfect. I loved it. I loved it. I I I, I love to see. Uh, two players, you know, uh, kind of, you know, rub it in. Hey, and shout out to the Migos, big on big. <laughs> but no, but no. Uh, so Sterling, um, let's we'll start off with you. So Sterling, what you uh? Tackle me with a DB, nigga, big on big. Yeah, nah, is the truth, man. Super grilling. But no, uh, Sterling, we'll go ahead and lead you off on this one. Uh, so what you think about the uh the Jalen Ramsey uh shoestring tackle and uh blow pass and the the, the aftermath that ensued. Bro, I'm I'm just happy that like Jalen Ramsey has been talking this shit for for a while, man. Yeah, he's been talking this shit, and I'm I'm happy that like somebody is like bullying his ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Jalen Ramsey has been talking shit about Josh Allen for a long time, and Josh yeah, Allen so shut him up. Did. But 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 not only that though, Debo Debo that nigga Debo don't give a fuck, dog. I love Debo Samuel. He is a super gremlin, man. Yes, yes. I, I, I think we need more rivalries like that. We need more of that. We need more of that. Yes. I want to see more of it. Yes. No, I, I want niggas to not like each other off on and off the field. <laughs> no, no, I like I like the rivalry shit and I really I really dig it. And especially when it's too I like it when it's too cold, guys. Like mm-hmm. when you're in the bottom, it's easy to talk shit from bottom because the nigga at the top is like all right roach is talking again smush whatever get it out the way but when you talking shit there's two guys that are up there because at any moment Jalen could take over the game so like to see that type of shit talk and see them type that type of like nah my nigga because when he broke that what was that 52 yard touchdown or whatever yep. he had like Jalen was the last line of defense nope 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 Jalen you better grab that ankle and roll Nigga, it was over. Like Debo did his thing, but now nah, I like it. I like, I like to see it. But hey, man, they gotta play twice. Yeah, those are always the best. Whenever you gotta see him, see him again that year. Um, division rivalries are always. Mm-hmm. If you have division beefs, like honestly, I believe if you have a beef and it's not in your division, that shit don't really matter. Like you got a beef with somebody that you play two times a year. You gotta see him, and you know you gotta see him. Cause if you beefing with a nigga that you see every other year, or you might yeah, every four years, yeah, every four years you see him. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, cause every four years you have a different team. It'll be a different ass team. Yep. Four years, yep. yeah. So it won't. It like Russ said, it won't hold hold as much meaning. You know, nah, it so it doesn't. Like, I, 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 so I love to see it in in the in the division. Like I hope that Michael Parsons and Jalen Hurts develop a hate a healthy hate. I agree. I like to see football. That'd yeah. be great for football. Jalen Hurts is awesome. Love him to death. And I think him and him and Michael Parsons should be just like, hey, I want to score touchdowns with you and I want to sack you and make your life miserable. And we I think need, it we we need more of that. And I think it's you know, skill wise it is a a good matchup. It's like like uh, one of my, my my uh my buddies they they brought up um you know, uh, you know the the wide receiver, uh, cornerback, uh, beefs and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, he was talking about, you know, how you know the week prior to that, um, 
Well, uh, that Thursday, um, you had uh, Tariq and uh, Eli going at it um, for a uh, continuation of last year. Now you got Jalen uh, and Debo. Um, I like is 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 only thing it does is it makes the sport better. It makes Lattimore the sport worse. Yeah, Lattimore, and Mike Evans. How could I forget that they they've been fighting since Moses wore short pants. Um, <laughs> but it's um. Now, them niggas it, do not like yeah, each other. Yeah, they don't but, like but each no, other. But, but no, that's healthy. Like, it's like, do do we all as humans root for altercation? No, not necessarily, but this is competition, and we want to see some semblance of, like, I want it more than you. Like, I want it that much. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's that's really what it is. It's just that, like, we want to know that you care. You know what I'm saying? And when you want to punch a nigga in the face, you care. Oh yeah. So, all right. So, uh, true. That's just the truth. No, no, and and and, and no, you're right. You just like you know that that that's an emotion that you just don't display if you just don't give a fuck. Um, but um, moving it's on. Needed, but it's needed. No, no, is it is it, it's definitely needed. It, to me, I feel it gives you the competitive. Like the fact that we knew that Jordan under his skin hated Isaiah Thomas, like it gave him that competitive edge. Well, no, no, but we know now, like. Oh, like this is why we don't talk about how Isaiah was beating that nigga ass because that mm-hmm. shit mattered. Mm-hmm. Like that shit matters. That's why when it fueled him. Thomas always brings up like y'all bring up later Jordan, young Jordan yeah. running up against me was toast, nigga. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like that, all that type of rivalry stuff matters. It's just you know, it's hey, part man, of the story, my boy. Part of the story. It's, it's gonna happen. Like if you if you if two competitors meet, like. The, the clash is the clash is gonna happen. Like so, like us as fans need to just realize like what I think at the end of the day I just want to say realize what you're watching. It's like kind of like when you when you bring somebody to watch MMA and they act like they don't know that it's gonna be two motherfuckers trying to smash each other face. Why are they punching each other like that? Because they're fighting, bitch. Like that's why no. they're fighting. That's why they're touching each other like that. Don't act like you're surprised of what you're seeing. Why Amen. Are they, why are they running into each other's helmets like this? Because they playing football, bitch. Because it can do. only be one, like the Highlander. Highlander. Yes. There can only be one. The one and, movie that they should remake for the nowadays. And goddamn it, just like the Highlander, there can only be one quarterback in the city of Dallas. Cooper Cup is still fucking. With Cooper Rush hey. is still fucking winning. I called the Cooper uh, Cup. You ain't got. You ain't got to rush it if you want to touch yeah. it. Hey man, so, I'm just gonna tell. I'm saying something. Hey, welcome to Dallas, north side of Texas. Well, nigga, you will get murdered by this redhead motherfucker. Hey, look, I'm going to say this real quick, and I'm going to let it be. Cooper Rush, you're doing your goddamn job, but this is going to prove everything I was telling y'all in the beginning of the season. The offensive coordinator needs to get on his ones and twos. You do not need to draw up anything special for Dak just because he's making $60 million a year. Draw the same game plan up for Dak that you're drawing up for Cooper Rush. And let this shit ride out. Do not stay with Cooper Rush on some hot hand shit. This is not baseball. I think the hot hand in football is the dumbest take to ever take place in motherfucking football. Dak Prescott is 10 times better than Cooper Rush. But Dak Prescott, guess what? We know now that when this offense is simplified, it works. So you can't fuck it up. So my thing is this, is that 
um, looking at you know the landscape of uh, the, you know the NFL, and you're kind of looking at uh, the 49ers and 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 their situation, what happened with Trey Lance? Is it not best to really just have a solid backup? And you can even look at you know uh, I know the uh, New Orleans Saints uh, put uh, Dalton in afterwards, but but the offense looked a lot more uh, competent, uh, a little bit more alive under Dalton uh, than it did. Under Jameis, you know, I'm not sure, you know, his Jameis inconsistency, his, his, his injuries. It's because the it's because the starter is taught the offense or, is, or learns the offense or gets ingratiated into the offense, rather, with the ability to do a little bit more. The backup is put into the offense knowing that these are your keys and these are your reads. You need to this, – this, this just goes into the whole thing of, like, y'all know me when I talk about football. One thing that pisses me off about football is the lack of common sense in the sport of football. My nigga, if you have this guy, Cooper Rush, doing these things, it's not, it's not rocket science. Call the same game. They call a different game for Dak than they call – or let's just put it this way. You call a different game for your starter than you do for your backup. Your job as an offensive coordinator is to call the best game to win. So, like, this is why this pisses me off. I don't give a fuck if they paying a nigga $70 million a game uh, a year to play. If the best option for me is to make him hand the ball off 30 times a game, that's what we're going to do. And his job is to do what I call the Troy Aikman effect. Don't fuck up. Mm-hmm. Troy Aikman's job was to give Emmitt Smith the ball and let them do their job. When it's time for us to throw, don't fuck it up. Because you're that cold. You're cold enough to throw 40, 50 times a game. But if you're cold enough to throw 40, 50 times a game, if you're really that nigga, then when it's third and eight, you're going to throw it for nine. You're going to throw it for ten. When it's second and five and we've ran the ball the whole game and it's the third quarter and it's second and five, then you're going to run this play action and you're going to throw it deep and it's going gonna, it's gonna to work because you're executing. Like, like niggas need to execute. Like, this shit is like, it's that simple to me. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. Like, be Troy Aikman, motherfuckers. Like, I'm tired of all this. Like, trying to make guys be more and wondering why backups are playing better. It's because offensive coordinators see a guy that makes sixty million and be like, "Oh, you can make all these changes." Like, no, run the fucking basic offense and let him win. (laughs) All right. Sterling, what you got to add to this? Man, dog, Russ, Russ summed it up, bro. I, I kind of, I'm a, I agree with what Russ saying, man. Like, I, you hit the nail on the head, bro. Gotcha. Like, I, I don't, I can't even, you know, I don't I agree with Russ most of the time. But you, <laughs> but you said it. But you said it. I agree. I can't even add nothing to that. Like, and I y'all agree. Find out, y'all will find out more as you listen to me talk. I believe that 99% of football's problems are caused by the motherfuckers on the sidelines trying to do way too fucking much. Yep. For yep. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Too many cooks in the kitchen, man. Yep. I'm going to say this. Many, and too many ingredients. I'm going to say this. Uh, like, we can go on for days. We yeah. We're going to close it out uh, 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 after this. But I'm just going to say this. Um. This is what they call the high class problem. You know, you have two quarterbacks, you know, in the same position playing well. It gives it should give the fan base and and, and I'm I'm talking to Dallas fan base because they are known, you know, for kind of, you know, trying to push another player out in favor of another player. 
Um, look, you got a good issue here. This is not really a problem. I'm going to let you slide. Go ahead. I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let it slide. I did let it slide, but I'm going to let it slide. You got fans out there. I didn't let it slide. Yeah. But I'm going to let it. I'm going to let it go. Because he knows it's truth to it. It's some truth to it. It's some truth to it. There is some truth to it. There is some truth to it. It's some truth to it. So, but but the point is this: is that this is what they call a high class problem. If you know, it's to have you know a little bit of of comfort to know that hey man, if Dak does happen to go down, knock on wood, because you don't want to wish injuries on anyone, um, you know that your 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 offense is in the hands of a capable guy with with a Cooper Rush. Bro, so be honest with you guys, Cooper Rush is not even that good. He's not. He's not. What what what, what we are seeing and Sterling you break this down so I want you to stop me when I'm lying. What we are seeing is an offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore who mm-hmm. is a brilliant guy who has had to take his brilliance and dumb it down because when he had Dak in his head he was like we could do all this shit we can make all this happen. I'm going to draw up all these crazy plays. And he realized after losing Dak. I ain't need to do all that shit. Yeah, I don't need to do it. Yeah. it simple, simple, stupid. Like, you don't need to do all that. Do all well, that there, there's a caveat to that, though, where I'm going to challenge you on this one, Russ. So, Cooper Rush is one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league, like bar none, and that's for real. So, I think it's the other way around. I think that. Cooper Rush has a better grasp and understanding of what Kellen Moore wants to do on offense than than Dak Prescott. And you also have to take it even a step further than that. When you look at Kellen Moore as a quarterback when he was at Boise State and Cooper Rush right now, they're kind of very similar. They're very similar how they approach the game. So it just clicks. There's a real instant connection there. But so the thing is, is that Kellen Moore needs to adapt more to what Dak does best, which you've alluded to on the show weeks ago, months ago. You've been saying all along that that Kellen Moore needs to, to, to make his system work and use Dak Prescott's strengths, what he's not doing. That's the no, problem. No, and I think everything you said is correct, and I think the bottom line of that is stop treating Dak like he's Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like I, really, I, I really think that's the main, like, I, and, and I'm the first one to tell y'all, like, when Dak's cooking, he looks like the second coming of Donovan McNabb. But yeah. don't but don't treat him as such. I think it's right. just one of those things that's like right. you got all these different ways to to attack, but you just need to stay basic. I think Dak. I think here. Okay, like as a Cowboys fan, I'll put this out here. Like it, Dak is the type of guy that draw it up basic, play it basic, but when something amazing needs to happen, it will happen for him. Like Dak's the type of guy that. If we draw it up basic and make it all like mundane, run the ball 35 times, on that third down and eight where we need a first down, he's not only going to throw the first down, he's going to fuck around and throw a touchdown because he is that talented. But when you draw it up to be like, yo, Dak, it's second and 10. We're going to go spread offense four wide. No, 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 no. Line up, run the ball, get him in the third and six, get him in the third and four. And Dak's gonna get the ball out and do what he needs to do. But I think that's the Cowboys' main problem. It's like you got a guy that can make amazing happen, but you try to force amazing when he's playing. And this shit's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cooper Rush, you Cooper Rush, you can't do that. You can't force amazing with Cooper Rush. You have to just tell him, just, you know, make your reads and throw the ball. And so from what I've seen, 
as a Cowboy fan and as a follower, like, what I've seen is, like, okay, the game plan may not be fucked. I may have been wrong about that. The mm-hmm. game plan's not really fucked. It looks like within the game plan, people are trying to do too much. And we're going to yeah. find that out when Dak gets back in because now the world sees. If you, yeah. run this shit, if you run this shit basic 50-50, just basic on the line, like, that shit works. Y'all niggas better than everybody else because your defense right. is the best defense in the league. You know what I'm saying? You got the best pass rusher and you got the best run defense player in the league right now. So shout out, shout out to uh to um oh shit. I just gave him a shout out. None 90 Lawrence. Shout out to uh to Lawrence. So tomorrow uh is Thursday night football. We have the Colts taking on the Broncos. Uh we're gonna go ahead and give our predictions on the game uh before we get up out of here. So let's start with you, Sterling. What you got? Uh, what are your predictions and uh, the, the the what you're going to be looking for the Colts uh, versus Broncos? But I'm going to take the Broncos to win 24 uh, 20 on this one. I think Russ going to get about 240 yards passing, uh, fumbles. Gordon going to get a touchdown. Um, no, no Jonathan Taylor, right? That's that's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, out, he's out, so he's out. that offense is going to struggle. But you know, if you're going to bet. Get Naheem, Naheem Himes on some uh, alternate rushing yards on uh, DraftKings. He's he, he going to be a big focus in the pass game. Hey, Russ, what you got? You know, um, I'm trying to see the spread on this real quick. Uh, Let me see. What's the it spread just, on the game? It's, uh, it's three and a half. Okay, so, ooh, ooh. I would I would take Denver in the three and a half. Honestly, I agree with everything Sterling said. I think that the Colts are. We can go on for days about the Colts, man. The Colts stop trying to use old quarterbacks to get shit right. Mm-hmm. Get you a young guy and build. Um, no, I, I think the Colts. I think the Denver. I think I'm gonna say Nuggets. I think the Broncos are gonna cover. Um, I think even though I don't, I don't really, I don't really trust Hackett, but like he trash, bro. No, 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 like, Sterling, listen to this. Listen to this, and I, I know we got to go. But, like, I don't trust him, and, like, like, like all of me agrees with you and says, yeah, he's trash, but something tells me this shit's going to end up in W. Like, he's like the rain man of coaches. Like, you don't even know how, but he's going to – the games are going to get won. Like, I, so I, – I, and you'll see it as it progresses. Um, yeah. And maybe he's, like, one of those weird geniuses that we look at and be like, dog. But at the end of the game, what matters is the score, and they're gonna be on top. So, I, I think the Broncos are gonna come come through and get that. Uh, I guess that would be our our bet of the week. We gotta start doing one of those, Boogie. We gotta start picking it. Hey man, I got Ro- Russell Wilson as my uh, my backup fantasy quarterback, so I gotta go <laughs> with with uh, the Broncos on this one. Uh, I'm hoping. Man, you got him as a backup. Well, <laughs> I, he still want to win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Look, me and Russell Wilson, man, we 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 got some uh some some uh we don't see eye to eye in, in, in fantasy. We got some uh some 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 issues we need to uh, we need to honor. Yeah, because that shit is fucking boggled. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, it, it's it, it's a mess. Well, we're trying to figure it out, but um, uh, that was. But the Cowboys have only lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so so all you niggas hating, fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the Philadelphia Eagles have lost to no one, and that is going to be a matchup that I'm going to be looking. They play the Cowboys because you know it's going to be a lot of 
shit talking. I'm it's going to be a lot. A, I'm gonna eat a Philly cheesesteak that day. Philly cheesesteaks are good. They're delicious. Yeah, they're, they're delicious, man. They're delicious. I'm eating Philly cheesesteak today with Philly ass. <laughs> you said I'm gonna enjoy this. All right. Yeah, so uh, this... Philly, and just just so people know, I'm gonna say it again. All our Philly listeners, you may be good people, but everything Philly. It's trash. Dump the juice. That little juice at the bottom of the garbage bag that nobody likes. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, if if it touches skin, yeah, you you like you like ah, nigga, I gotta go take a fucking bath. Full body shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the greatest thing to ever come out y'all city is a fake nigga named Rocky. Oh damn! Goddamn! All right, so that's going to be the show. Uh, tune in next week, man. Um, I wrote down what the hell we had. Uh, we got a for next week. But I don't seem to get all the announcements. P&B Rock, though. Yeah, shout out uh uh RP uh P and B Rock. Uh please uh tune in next Wednesday. We're gonna be talking about uh fall ball. Um MLB playoffs will be underway. I know y'all don't like us talking about MLB playoffs, but we gotta talk we about a little bit. Because baseball matters. Fuck yeah. the goals though. Yankees <laughs> <for> life, <niggas. laughs> so I want all our Houston niggas to know, man. We coming in the navy blue. Like it's 1992, and we got Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg with us, nigga. Yankees for like 62 home runs. Damn. Championship coming on our backs, boy. Uh, they say that every year. Yeah. 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 All right, so. Hold up. Wait, Sterling, who you rooting for? Who your baseball team? Seattle, I told you. We just happened to be here, bro. Yeah, easy thing. I said that in the beginning. Because I think they don't matter, nigga. I'm, I'm sorry. You t- you're talking about like, oh, you talking about like, oh, you and Texas robbery? Stop it! <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Y'all, right. y'all, y'all gave me a whole diatron, so I don't do it again. I'm just gonna tell the people you need to rewind, reverse spin, and go listen to that one more time. But yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Go Yankees! Fuck the Strolls! Y'all niggas be cheating. And the word to Texas, y'all wear puke on y'all jerseys, and there's only one Oklahoma, and Texas is number two. Fuck them. Boom. All right. Hook, hook, hook these nuts. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I love I'm you, DJ. I love I'm you, D- But you're going down this weekend. All right. You're going down. Hey, come to the city. Be sure to check out uh, the Red River Shootout. is going to be going no, down this weekend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Russ made, made a bunch of bets. I know. <laughs> he made a bunch of bets. So follow our social media that's uh, sports sushi. Uh all one word for Twitter, uh sports underscore sushi for Instagram. Uh follow me at DJ Slow Boogie with the INE, not a watch. That's on uh Twitter, Snapchat, SoundCloud, Instagram, all that other good jazz. Um uh Sterling, what's the social brother? At Furrow Sterling on Twitter, and you can find my work at buffalorumblings.com. All right, Russ, what you got, baby? That nigga be live on the chop up too. Ooh, got you. Oh, on the chop up. I'll be yeah. on that chop up. Yeah, that's my other show. I'll with y'all one day. All right, so uh, you see, I'm squirming. Let's get it. You already know it's me, RL Climb SP. That's Russ J. That's on Twitter. And you already know it's me, sports plug, sports plug. on IG. Hey, it's sports, it's life. We doing all that shit. So, shit, let's talk about it. Sports. All right, peace. Big lad.